Jim Jordan is no longer running to be Speaker of the House. This follows this morning's third failed vote of the full House, and then, just moments ago, a secret ballot of House Republicans behind closed doors. I want to bring in NBC's Ryan Nobles, who is on Capitol Hill. I'm Elise Jordan, former aide in the George W. Bush White House and an MSNBC political analyst. Well, Ryan, uh, what a day. Uh, what happened? Well, uh, what happened was this morning after uh, Jim Jordan lost the third ballot on the floor uh, of the House of Representatives, he called all the Republicans into a closed door meeting here in the bowels of the Capitol uh, and asked for a secret ballot, just a straight up or down vote. Do you want me to still be your candidate as Speaker of the House? And through that private ballot, the Republicans in the conference really expressed their feelings. Headline News with Resistance Chicks. We're your hosts, Leah and Michelle. We have a jam-packed show for you today. We're going to give you some updates on January 6th cases. Trump's had uh, a gag order against him, and he's already broken that gag order and uh, racking up a $5,000 fine already. Sarah Huckabee Sanders in Arkansas is going crack down on Chinese-owned land. Yep. Which I wish every, it, baby. everyone in the nation, every uh, governor needs to be... Yeah, down and on we've that. got a big issue. You're going to see me wearing this shirt a lot. Uh, Ohio issue one, vote no if you're in Ohio. Please get your friends out to vote no. It's the most radical abortion bill, anti-parent bill, pro-genital mutilation of children bill. Just get out all your friends and say vote no, please. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to talk about that. And then Dr. Drew coming out and saying what we all know about myocarditis and um, people who have taken the vaccine. Especially young boys. Especially young boys. So we've got all of that and so much more coming up right after these messages. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back on Brideon TV. So, Leah. So, you know Michelle, what? I love memes. I love memes. I love Donald Trump on Twitter. I think that you can get a lot across with a meme. Yes. But you know what the left thinks that the memes are just mean? No, they feel like they, it's They're a hate speech. Real. It's hate speech. You might as well have, have taken some sort of like lacerating object to someone's body. Yes. Or punched them in the face. That would be better Memes and have less punishment. Memes are violence. Memes so. are violence. And nobody can take a joke anymore. It, nobody can take a joke. Not. I want to know, like, you know, a lot of comedians are, are starting to lean to the right because they recognize that, like, whoa, this is starting to infringe on my gig I've got going on. Yeah. You know, you've got comedians like Dave Chappelle and um, who's the British guy that hosted the Oscars at one time? Oh, I can never remember his name. And well, and then you've got Bill Maher. Yeah. And now they're all far right. And I think it's absolutely hilarious uh, because they... They're coming out for free speech. Actually, it's very interesting. There was a, a Westminster uh, declaration of free speech dismantled the censorship industrial complex. Uh, this was uh, something signed by some journalists and some people that you may know and follow, Matt Tahibi, 
uh, Barry Weiss, Julian Assange, Edward Snowden, and they said this. We write as journalists, artists, authors, activists, technologists. Is that a word? It is now. Technologists. I just wondered the same thing. And <laughs> academics. To warn of increasing international censorship. Really? Really? Because, like, what, do you still have YouTube or what? Uh, that threatens to erode centuries-old democratic norms. You know, I, I think they're weighing a little bit too heavy on the idea that we've always had free speech. Mm -hmm. History shows that this free speech is brand new to America. Like, free speech has never been a thing, man. Like, wherever you're at, like, it's you, you go with the, whether it's the church and the pope or... I don't care. Some some ruler I'm on the Fiji like, Island. I'm Marie telling Antoinette, you, Antoinette. Was do you think she believed in freedom of speech? No, no, there's no such thing. It is it is specifically Attila an the American Hun. idea. Attila the Hun, free speech, <laughs> centuries old. These people. Okay, listen. If you don't know, I, I I get it. I love that you're coming out for free speech, but let's Nero just be clear. Caesar. Nero Kaiser, no. Uh, let's just be clear that free speech has never been a thing, like ever. And it comes from Christians. It comes from America. I'm just telling you from the founding fathers. But let's let's see at that point for a minute. Let's continue to see where you're going with this. Coming from the left, right, and center, we are united, which means all far right. We're united on by our commitment to universal human rights and freedom of speech. Let me explain something to you. Universally, people don't necessarily have not necessarily believed in human rights. That again, back to all of the examples I just listed. Universal human rights. Now, what they should be saying is the laws of nature, nature's God. Boom. And there are universal natural rights. Mm -hmm. And maybe you can go back to the Code of Hammurabi a little bit there for some of it. But traditionally, you know, there was the time to make war, sacrifices of kids. You know, bail worship. You know, and Aztec Indians cutting kids' hearts out. All yeah, the little skulls history has hidden some away. Low points, under, some some pretty low points. Not a lot of high ones. Mm -hmm. We would know about them. We would, yeah. <laughs> we would know about them. All right. Uh, as universal human rights, which are God's rights and laws of nature, nature's God. Read John Locke. And freedom of speech. And we are all deeply concerned about attempts to label protected speech as misinformation, disinformation, or other ill-defined terms. This abuse of these terms has resulted in the censorship of ordinary people, journalists, and, dis and dissidents in countries all over the world. Such interference with the right to free speech suppresses valid discussion about matters of urgent public interest and undermines the foundation principles of representative democracy, which is brand new to America, by the way. Uh, across the globe, and a little bit started there in England, I get you, I get you, William and May. Uh, government actors... Uh, social media companies, universities, and NGOs are increasingly working to monitor citizens and rob them of their voices. These large-scale coordinated efforts, which is absolutely true, are sometimes referred to as the censorship industrial complex. I didn't, you know, it's kind of a new one for me. This complex often operates through direct government policies, and that is the truth. Authorities in India and Turkey have seized the power to remove political content from social media. We know they're doing that in Ukraine. The legislature in Germany and the Supreme Court in Brazil are criminalizing free speech, which is absolutely true. That's why um, Glenn Greenwald signed on to this. In other countries, measures such as Ireland's hate speech bill, Scotland's hate crime bill, and the UK's online safety bill, and Australia's misinformation bill threaten to, to severely restrict expression and create a chilling effect. 
Australia should be warm. I don't know. The problem is that was a bad. But the bad censorship bad. industrial complex uh, operates through more subtle methods. These include visibility filtering. Absolutely true. Remember when uh, Facebook had we literally we log on to Facebook and and they would say, and you have to see it like a whip, like 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 being punished over and over again. Your reach is has been curtailed because you share disinformation. And they would let you know every time I logged on to my Resistance Chicks Facebook page. We served that jail time for like three years, by the way. It was, and Oliver Anthony got us out of there a little bit. Uh, Through deplatforming and flagging social media censors have already silenced lawful opinions on topics of national and geopolitical importance. As the Twitter files revealed, tech companies often perform sensorial content moderation in coordination with the government and civil society. Soon, the European Union's Digital Services Act will formalize this relationship by giving platform data to, quote-unquote, vetted researchers from NGOs and academia, regulating our our speech rights to the discretion of these unelected and unaccountable entities. Let's move on here. We recognize that words can sometimes cause offense, but we reject the idea that hurt feelings and discomfort, even if acute, are grounds grounds for censorship. censorship. Now, yo, fat. Yo, ugly, yo, dumb. But what we need to get to is this clip that you have because this meme maker has not just been censored. I am going to get that, but this is part of my story. I just want you to know. Okay, I know, but we're like, there's censorship and then there's going to jail for it. No, yes, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to the meme maker that is going to jail for making a meme, supposedly for leading somebody uh, astray. On, on voting, but I want to read a little bit more on this declaration. The attack on free speech is not just about distorted rules and regulations. It is a crisis of humanity itself. Every equality and justice campaign in history, there's been a lot of them, I guess, has relied on an open forum to voice dissent. Did Martin Luther have an open forum to voice dissent? Uh, no. You know, I just feel like they're drawing from history that doesn't really exist you know, in this particular letter here, I'm not making fun of you guys, but come on. She's definitely making fun of you. Uh, and countless examples, including the abolition of slavery. Well, there's some there. And the civil rights movement. Social progress has depended on freedom of expression. And something else that you guys are missing. Christianity. Christianity. I digress. Can we pull the, Can we roll this clip? No matter what the media reports or fails to report on, this was about showing the radical left how ridiculous their worldview actually is. And of course, Trump is gagged in his case over January 6th. So Trump being gagged by another federal judge, that's not election interference. But Doug Mackey, a meme maker, gets sent to jail for elect for making memes and that's election interference. The country you grew up in no longer exists. The gulags are here now. This isn't just about throwing Doug in jail. This is about shutting up everyone that would potentially speak out against the corrupt regime under which we live in to silence you to make you terrified about what you post online, to make you scared to speak your voice. Well, guess what? Guess what, regime? I'm still here. 
Poso is still standing. All of us are still standing. And you know what? We're not going to stop. We're not going to th- stop throwing up pictures of Doug or Ricky Vaughn, his account from 2016. We're not going to stop posting memes. We're not going to spe- stop speaking truth to power. This will be appealed. We're going to go to memedefensefund.com. And when Donald J. Trump takes the oath of office on January 20th, 2035 at high noon, he will pardon Doug Mackey on day one. You can take that to the bank. He's coming back, Doug's getting pardoned, all the J6ers are being pardoned, and all of you are going to be the ones facing jail sentences. I love his enthusiasm. You know, I feel like he listens a little bit uh, too closely to Steve Bannon. Yeah. And I do believe that there is such a wonderful thing on positive confession. I like it. But... Just speaking things out, the positive confession thing only goes so far. Trump. It's like when every political candidate says, when I am president. No, I, no, I wouldn't even say that. No, they don't. Those people are lying. Jack Posobiec and uh, the C. Bannis' this world, they're truly doing the positive thing. You need to speak out the truth. That's what I'm saying. But lacking the power of God. Politicians are saying it and they don't mean it. They're just lying to get in office. These guys are saying it. It's and not a lie. I'm saying it's part of their campaign. That's what they do. I know, but they're you, li- they know it's heads. not going to happen. They're they're lying. They know that politicians just lie to be to be elected. What we're talking about is that you and I, and we're teaching you guys to speak positively. But without the power of God to back it up, mm. your positive confessions are going to start falling flat when you're going up against the devil. You see, Trump... He was at the school. Who's the guy that Trump would always listen to? He's the power of positive confession. Corey talks about him all the time. Um, and people read Trump's books and, and Trump talks about uh, positivity. And Trump has been the king of positivity. And that works to a really good point. Okay. As long as you're in the system. Well, you're not going to power positivity out of Hamas coming and raping and kidnapping. And you're not going to power positivity out of a giant... Uh, group of elite guys and gals who want to destroy you utterly wipe you off the face of this planet okay and that's where we're at right now and so when when we're talking about the power of positivity that that works the mind over matter thing but here's the thing if you're drowning you're not gonna be like i can breathe i can breathe i don't know actually maybe if you are underwater and you are going to try to sell, try to sell yourself, I can breathe. It's not going to power positivity your way, way to the surface. Well, not it's not going to not 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 that it's going to bring you to the surface, but like it could prolong your life until you're stuck underwater. And True. we are stuck there's underwater. A, there's a point of death. We yeah. are stuck underwater. Definitely. And what you need is a rescue. Come from on, God. From God. Okay, and not so, from like little you know internet warriors or God might come through the through so many veins, but still, uh, I'm telling you guys, you're up against evil. You're up against Hamas. And mom shared a video of like Hamas in Hebrew is violence. Oh yeah, Jonathan Khan talked about it. And let me let me clarify Leah's sigh. We know that we're winning with God. We are totally winning. What Leah's sigh is. When you power of positivity that Trump himself is going to be in office in 2025 and all of these people are going to be held accountable, I'm not sure that that is the direction that God is headed. Does that make sense? But uh, but it sounds like you're like, it looks like you're super depressed and we're losing. That's no, not, that's all not what, what I'm saying. saying at all. I'm I saying know, that clarify. they can't power their positivity. Yeah. I understand these guys are losing. You are losing. 
Yeah. You continue to lose, even though you're, you're, here's the thing. Can I help you make your positivity actually work? Yes. Okay. Because I appreciate that you know what's right now. I appreciate that you're not sitting to the back and, and you're even trying to fight. But you're going to keep losing guys on the front lines mm. over and over and over again. The show that we have today, we're going to talk about some January Sixers. This guy, this meme guy going to jail for seven months because he made a silly, stupid meme. They're arresting. They arrested pro-life um, protesters who sat outside an abortion clinic yeah. in a building. And yet this week we saw radical Hamas Palestinian supporters take over the Capitol. Right. And I didn't see mass arrest. I didn't see the greatest th a threat to democracy known to mankind. Did you? I will play a clip. And we're going to shift gears here a little bit um, from the censorship to things that we can't talk about on the rest of the internet because but we of censorship. can on Brighteon TV, which is why we love it here. And why you should use promo code CHICKS and go to the Brighteon, uh, dot store. Is it dot Brighteonstore.com. Brighteonstore.com. Now, Dr. Drew... Get the with Megan, get the vitamin C, get the salt palmetto. Dr. Drew, please do, with Megan Kelly. Listen to what he says about the young men who got the vaccine and heart issues. It's more common than we thought. People are like, well, it's mild, it's mild, it's no big deal, it's, it's self-limited, blah, blah. Look, in my world, throughout my entire career, 40-year career, myocarditis is a medical emergency. It's a dire problem. A publication just came out five days ago in circulation, a major cardiac cardiology journal. An excellent study, and it showed, it took my breath away. I didn't know why it wasn't headline news. It's a large study, and it showed that about approximately half of the young males that got myocarditis had permanent heart damage. Yep. Permanent. That means that a, we don't know what percentage are going to be disabled by this as they get older, are going to develop heart failure, or going to need cardiac transplants, some of them. Oh it's breathtaking this study and why it wasn't a big headline i've sort of sent it around a little bit because I, I i don't understand why people aren't reacting to it so in a 27 year old male the illness is a nothing so the risk is so the vaccine is all risk right. why the push why are we pushing and i think put your legal head on for a second that universities are going to be in big trouble for having mandated young people to get that vaccine because I mean, people are going to get sick and they're going to have long-term consequences and they should sue those schools for having forced them to take the take a I agree medical with that. intervention 100 percent, they should sue and if anybody tries to force you from this point forward get a fake card it's not that hard go ahead google it get a fake well, and, card and, and again don't comply we have a good treatment we have paxlovid why and you people I, have all I'm kinds just saying, of feelings. you have to get you have to say you've gotten the shot to get yeah, in right. get a fake one just mm. google it on the internet it's bullshit if they're going to create these bullshit rules you can create your bullshit way around them it's all just like a theater so let's okay let's act i'll act like i've gotten my 50th booster and you can act like you're satisfied i'm telling you the truth leah has and you can tell how much the entire class you can tell that curse words go in and one ear and out the other because when i listen to clips I didn't pick up on those. Sorry. We would like to apologize I know, 50 to lashes. the listeners who allow their children to watch this program. <laughs> I need a gag order. For the curse words. We're going to talk about Trump's. But them. it is horse manure. The idea of this vaccine. The idea of uh, you having. Can we talk at least. 
you know, the producer and my and heart Bob, almost stopped with the curse words. I know, right? <laughs> we're gonna need your paddles. I said oh, three times. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord Jesus, we're gonna lose our. Have our y'all spot ever noticed here. that you're that we do not have a lot of curse words on this network? Every we once do in a while, not. Something comes through, but that's another reason why I love the Brighton Network because yes. I want children to be able to watch this. I do. Network. Well, I want children to be able to live, and I want be children to be able to live without myocarditis. That was a good transition. And I want children to be able to live without their hearts hurting. No, it's really true. Though. I have relatives, I have friends who are having heart issues from the vaccine. This is very real. This is life and death. It is. Okay? And sometimes when life and death happens and you say things you, you know, to put some hot sauce on your, you know, your words there. But truthfully, this should be major news. This should be everywhere. That's what Dr. Drew said. 50% of these kids having severe heart issues, permanently damaged hearts. I'm I'm sorry. I hope that these kids, when they become adults, sue the pants off of everyone. I say I hope they sue more than their pants, their shoes, their hat, their coat, their house. I hope every college student wakes up and, and sees this study and recognizes that they are trying to kill you. So they're you trying know, to we talk about genital lead. mutilate these kids, kill them, cut their hearts out, basically. Asbestos, lead, all of these things in the past that were used and we're all going, oh my gosh, what were they thinking? What about it camp, kills you? Camp Lagoon, if you, if you got... Yeah. Uh, some sort of or whatever Parkinson's called, yeah. or cancer and you were near this military base. These kids are going to be like, oh my gosh. And and honestly, like they're going to have to look at their parents and go, what, what did you do? You, what were you thinking? All those crazy people that you censored off of YouTube. They, I think honestly, they should sue YouTube they should. and they should sue Facebook. Yes. Because the rest of us were on Facebook. They were on YouTube. We were trying to give you informed consent. Do you want, and he said Paxlovid. You know that's like $1,500 a treatment. I got some ivermectin, 69 cents a tablet from India. Okay, 12 milligrams. Get some Safrax, chlorine dioxide. Yes. Right? Here's the thing. This is a crime against humanity. 100%. They're cutting off kids' genitals. They're giving their hormones, and now... They're basically sticking a knife in their heart. Because mm. you can live without your genitals, even though it's hard. Even though, you know, poor Although, cl- actually, no. Yes, they're your genitals. But these hormone therapies that they're doing, uh, changing the, the hormones of children, it yeah. actually will cause them to have heart issues and cancers later down in life. Absolutely. This is the, what they're doing. And this is why I'm telling everybody to vote no on issue one. Okay. November 7th in Ohio. In Ohio, please get out there. We need everybody. Please tell your neighbors. Please get tell your, your friends. Signs, put them get in your, your yard. Get your signs out. Yes, because they are coming for our kids. God's children are not for sale. I'm telling you, every single one of those shots, the only reason, well, there are several reasons why they were putting those shots in kids' arms. But one of those is money, 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 money. I saw Moderna and Pfizer stocks are down like 25 to 34% respectively. Well, good for them. These people need to spend the rest of their life in jail. Yes. And you know what? And if you're a mass murderer, you know what we do to mass murderers? We give them the, the, chair. the, 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 the electric chair. You have the death penalty for mass murderers. These people have killed more. Every time I, t- I come around, Michelle, every time I turn around, there's another person who said, I had a relative three days later after they got the vaccine, they died. Yes, it happens all the time. They died. They died. They died. Three days later, or they got cancer within a month, fast growing cancer, and then they died. I, 
this this vaccine is going to this genetically modified organism that they're putting in your body to to modify you to turn you into a genetically modified organism. Yep, they're turning us into GMOs. Yes, from all fronts, by the way. But you know what you can do? You can get non-GMO products from the Brideon store and use promo code Chicks. And please help support Mike Adams. And get really excited because we're going to be doing a telethon. I think it's October 25th. Oh, my goodness. An all-day thing. It's going to be awesome. They're going to auction off. Tara Quant, what in the world was that even? I don't know. It looked like it was to help your There's some amazing things. A portable cold laser. What? Come on. Look at that. Let's go. Go to the Brideon store. There's some of the coolest things there, by the way. I'm not even kidding you. All approved by Mike Adams. All approved by Mike Adams. And you can support this network. So, and don't forget about the telethon October 25th. We're going to tell you more about that coming up. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back right after these messages. Leah. Yes. They come for the jokes. Do they? We got jokes. Well, I'm not joking about the CCP. You know what I've been trying to tell people? Why don't we just take the land from these? I lead with a joke. Oh, I'm sorry. What did Kansas see? The same thing that Arkansas. Boom! Well, I've known that joke my whole life, and I wanted to deliver it right now as we go well, to— What does that have to do with this story? Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah, but how In does, Arkansas. But what does that have to do with Kansas? It's just a joke that has Arkansas in it. All right. My favorite new governor is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Not only did she pass— the constitutional money bill, which we need here in Ohio, yes, which do. makes gold and silver legal tender in the state of Arkansas. But she's taken back land and property from the CCP that China shouldn't own any land in the United States. No, they should not. Not one blade of grass. Okay. And she's making a stand. And I say, do Bill Gates next because he is a foreign entity, he is a criminal. And he should not own any land either. Let's roll this clip. I'm announcing that Syngenta, a Chinese state-owned agrochemical company, must give up its land holdings in Arkansas. Syngenta owns 160 acres in northeast Arkansas, which it uses primarily for seed research. The company that owns Syngenta, Kim China, is also on the Department of Defense's list of Chinese military companies posing a clear threat to our state. Seeds are technology. Chinese state-owned corporations filter that technology back to their homeland, stealing American research and telling our enemies how to target American farms. That is a clear threat to our national security and to our great farmers, especially since the Chinese government enacted a law in 2017 requiring Chinese citizens abroad to collaborate with their country's security officials on intelligence work with no questions asked. This isn't about where you're from. We welcome Chinese Americans, Russian Americans, and anyone else who's given up foreign oppression for American freedom. This is about where your loyalties lie. We simply cannot trust those who pledge allegiance to a hostile foreign power. That's why I signed Act 525, sponsored by Representative McKenzie and Senator Boyd, to ban Chinese and Russian-made drones. And it's why I signed Act 758, sponsored by Representative McAlinden and Senator Stubblefield, banning public contracts with the CCP. We will make sure that every company operating in Arkansas 
is a friend to Arkansas and good to hardworking Arkansans. Secretary Ward has already notified Syngenta about this decision. If they refuse to sell, our Attorney General can move forward with legal proceedings and force them to get out of our state. Arkansas will always protect our farmers and our national security interest. You know, I love this so much. And you know what else I love about it is that it's about farming. It's to protect farmers. Yeah. Because when they're coming in, they are trying to take over even just even farmland. They're taking over every industry, everything, everything. all of things. Yeah. And here's the thing. We are the country that feeds the bees. So you can't just blame China. All right. The only way China exists is we buy all of their cheap knockoff products. We all do it. We all look on Amazon for the cheapest this and the cheapest that. And I get it. Okay. But truth be told, I'm trying to get out of that. Like, like for instance, okay, we sell, we help our friend Nikki Vitali. Uh, she sells extreme terpenes, which are CBD oils. She sells at um, organicbodyessentials.com. Face serums with um, organically sourced, um, really, ingredients. really ha uh, ha highly potent essential oils. Now, with when we can we want to pivot to the Patriot owned businesses. We yes. are trying to do that. Right. But if it's a, if it's a choice between an idiot here in the United States and, you know, China and it's cheaper. Okay, guys, we're going with the cheaper thing, but we need to, you know, Trump was putting tariffs on things to protect American businesses. That's what we need to get back to. We need tariffs on anything that we can do here in America. Yes. We need tariffs on those. Yes. All right. We need Our to make nation, America great again. Did you guys know? And I would hope if you're watching Brighty on TV, you would know this. But our nation was not founded on the income tax. No. Okay. We were funded by tariffs. There was no income tax. No. And it's very interesting. I want free trade. I want free trade. Okay. What if I told you your trade-off was an income tax? Uh-huh. You, would you still want free trade then? Because we don't need an income tax. We don't. And we need a very much smaller government as well. Amen. All right. So- Kudos to uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders for doing the right thing there. Now, speaking of not doing the right thing, I don't know how I'm pivoting that, that, there. That was, that's good. Trump has four cases against him, and they're all kind of in different phases of their different of their trials. And quite frankly, when everybody uh, reports on one, I have a hard time figuring out which which one he's going, which one they're going with. We have Sidney Powell pleading guilty, saying that uh, in her case in Georgia, is this a good thing? Is it a bad thing? She says she'll testify against Trump, but what? It could mean in a good way is that anything she says they have to take as truthful. And so she could really exonerate Trump with whatever she says. True. But would they have made that deal? I don't know. Um, Jack Smith is one of the one of the judges in one of the cases, I believe it's the New York case, that put a gag order on Trump. Meaning if he talks against his opponent, the DOJ, in any way, then he could be fined. And he was even threatened with jail. What they want is to shut this boy up. All right, let's uh, let's roll this first clip, number four. Mike Davis of the Article 3 Project joins us now. Mike, we're seriously in uncharted waters here. Is this a direct assault on the First Amendment? Absolutely. This is outrageous. This is blatantly unconstitutional. You have this deranged Biden special counsel, Jack Smith, teaming up with the, this partisan D.C. Obama judge, Tanya Shutkin, 
to put this gag order on a criminal defendant. If there is anyone in America who has the right to speak out against the prosecutor, judge, and the process, it is a criminal defendant. And this criminal defendant just happens to be the leading presidential candidate. These Democrats impeached Trump twice. They brought four bogus indictments against him for non-crimes. They're trying to bankrupt his family business with a bogus civil fraud lawsuit in New York. And this is all backfiring. Trump's poll numbers are going up. And so now this is the Hail Mary by Democrats. They simply want to silence a criminal defendant during his criminal proceedings. This is illegal. It's unconstitutional. It's outrageous. It's un-American. Mike, something that isn't getting talked about enough is the vagueness by which this gag order reads. Again, it reads, quote, all interested parties, and it also includes prohibited them from, quote, directing others from making public statements. She naturally doesn't define what an interested party entails and what that direction would mean. Is, was this ambiguity in the gag order intentional from the judge? Of course, it's a trap. So so Jack Smith and Tanya Shutkin can try to imprison their political enemies. They're clearly trying to go after the Trump campaign and his supporters. The Article 3 project, the group I run, has done over 1,500 media hits since the Mar-a-Lago raid 14 months ago supporting and defending President Trump. Are we a surrogate? Does that mean that I can't call Jack Smith deranged? Does that mean that I can't call this DC Obama judge partisan? There is no way in hell they are going to silence me. They have to put me in jail first. And Mike, Trump filed a notice to appeal. Walk us through the steps with, with which an appeal would work. Could he actually get this all the way up to the, to the Supreme Court? What is the likelihood that this would get overturned? This is a clearly illegal order by D.C. Obama Judge Tanya Shuck, and if she cites the D.C. local criminal rules, 57.7c, 57.7c talks about protecting the rights of the accused to a fair trial. The Sixth Amendment protects the criminal defendant, not the government. The, the, the right to a fair trial. The First Amendment protects American citizens, not the government's right to speak out. This is clearly illegal under the local rule she cites. It's clearly unconstitutional under the First Amendment and the Sixth Amendment. The D.C. Circuit should vacate this order, but the problem is, is the D.C. Circuit is stacked with Obama partisans. So the Supreme Court has discretionary review. They don't have to take this case but they absolutely must take this case because we don't live in a third world Marxist hellhole where you can gag your political enemy. All right, we're going to take you now live to New York where Donald Trump is speaking outside. A judge uh, gave a gag order today. Did you hear that on speech? Which I believe is totally unconstitutional what she did. A judge gave a gag order. A judge doesn't like me too much. Her whole life is not liking me. But uh, she gave a gag order. You know what a gag order is? You can't speak badly about your opponent. But this is weaponry all being done because Joe Biden is losing the election and losing very, very badly to all of us. I like that he says to all of us. And it's true. Mm-hmm. This They are doing, they, they have pulled out, you know, I thought they'd pulled out all the stops in 2020. I didn't know there was more stops to be pulled. And they've more been pulling. stops. 
they are pulling all the stops there. Absolutely. Uh, Julie Kelly says, here's the kicker in the gag order. It applies to what Jack Smith called surrogates in his proposed order. This, in effect, gags Trump's campaign spokesman, advisors, and anyone the DOJ uh, or Chukin uh, views as others tied to Trump. Not a limited gag order, a contempt trap for the entire Trump team. And of course, Jack Smith won't have to prove whether or not Trump or his attorneys directed anyone to criticize protected individuals. If he says so, she grants it. Oh my gosh. Here's what I would like to see. If Trump disobeys the order, is the punishment just being fined? No, no. One of the judges today said he was threatening him with jail time. Wow. Okay. Because at this point, the reason why I'm asking, because at this point... They almost could, this is really broad because, and forgive Leah for yawning there because we've both been really tired, but we're doing great. Um, It's almost like they could, this is entrapment because at any point they could say that something that he said was violating this gag order. And that's why I find this incredibly dangerous. Yeah. Julie Kelly says a historical, an historical court hearing in Washington this week put on display the dangerous new lengths to which Biden's Department of Justice and a Democratic federal judge will go to ruin Donald Trump. It was clear from the outside of Monday's hearing to consider special counsel Jack Smith's proposed gag order that Judge Tanya Chukin planned to lower the bottom on Donald Trump. Observers in her packed courtroom hung on Chukin's every word over the uh, course of the next two hours. Reporters from major news organizations filled nearby media rooms. Uh, the once aspiring dancer from Jamaica added theatrical flair to the history making or rather breaking spectacle by smirking, pointing, interrupting, and at time raising her voice at Trump's defense attorney, wow. John Laurel, while occasionally tossing out a laugh line or two at the former president's expense. Oh my but nothing so was funny about the proceeding. In fact, after a surreal exchange in which Chicken and federal prosecutor Molly Gatson discussed whether Trump's use of the term crooked Joe Biden would fall within the scope of the government's proposed order, Laurel told the court, court George Orwell would have a field day with what we're hearing from these prosecutors. As she repeatedly has stated since Smith handed down his four-count indictment against Trump in August for his alleged attempts to, quote, overturn the 2020 election, Chukin reminded the defense team that their client's candidacy for president has no bearing on her decisions. Politics stops at this courthouse door. A, A rich declaration from a judge who suggested that Trump should be behind bars for his role in the events on January 6th. Trump, Chuck and Warren, cannot say or do whatever he wants uh, and proceeded to identify numerous Trump comments she found offensive based on her personal interpretation. For example, she claimed that his true social post calling Washington a filthy and crime-ridden embarrassment to our nation was an attempt to disparage the district and the people who live in it, including those who could eventually make up the jury pool in this case. Never mind, the allegation is true. Citing Trump's description of Jack Smith as deranged and a thug, Chuck and outlandishly suggested the former president's comments were intended to cause physical harm. Wow. If you call certain people thugs enough times, doesn't that suggest, Mr. Laurel, that someone should get them off the streets? Yeah, like the cops. She asked Trump's attorney. Smith is spending millions of public funds on this pri- on private security. Wow. She made the same allegations related to Trump's post about Mark Milley, the former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. When Smith's team claims, which Smith's team claims is one of many potential witnesses, rather than show concern about Milley's insubordination, Chuckin argued that Trump's remarks meant Milley should be executed, but 
by truthfully stating the penalty for treason, treason is death. So this is a coordinated contempt trap for Trump. If the boot fits. Yeah. There's another judge, actually, that wants Trump to... Um, that, that has threatened jail time for Trump as well. Now, speaking of people being threatened with jail time, I got a this clip here really of a mom of... Uh, uh, Julie Kelly talking about a mom of eight who is going to be sentenced to 57 months to jail for January 6th. Moved from protesters who were held, denied release and held under pretrial detention. Now we see these excessive prison sentences that DOJ is recommending and that these judges are going through, going forward with. I sat in the courtroom um, this week of Judge Royce Lamberth, a Reagan appointed judge, Jesse, who can't even get out of his chair without assistance and uses a walker, but yet refuses to retire because this is his entire life is being part of this prestigious DC federal bench. He sentenced a mother of eight, Rachel Powell, to 57 months in prison. Now, there's no doubt that Rachel Powell acted badly that day. She broke a window. She was inciting other people to go inside the building. Four hours, three hours really of bad behavior on her part. She has no criminal record. Judge Lamberth recognized that she had up until January 6th led what he called an outstanding life, raised uh, a family under difficult circumstances, also his grandchildren nonetheless is throwing her in jail for 57 months and leaving her family to fend for themselves. She's a single mother and basically her 15 year old son, she told the court will be responsible for managing their family. These judges are pure evil. They are really the villains in all of this because without their Promoter, the DOJ couldn't get away with any of this. And here you have this man, feeble, old, bitter man, um, who, while acknowledging Rachel Powell's, as I said, life and family up to that point, is going to throw her in jail for almost five years for an outlier of bad behavior now, nearly three years ago. Really, every time I go there, I'm more shocked and disgusted at what I see in our nation's capital, in the federal courthouse in our nation's capital. Contrast that with the sit-in yeah. that happened in the capital for Palestine. Yes. Not East Palestine, by the way. Mm -hmm. Like, the Palestine. Yeah. I mean, if you guys haven't seen that video, we don't have it up for you right now. I think we might play it later tonight. But, guys, they have gone and they took over the entire center of the capital. Why have those people not been arrested? This woman going to jail for 57 months. Yeah. Um, you know... There's a lot coming out. There are some videos showing that because Speaker McCarthy was removed, they weren't able to show this video. But there is some video showing that um, one of Nancy Pelosi's uh, aides lied and perjured himself to uh, get in the trial with the Oath Keepers. Oh, my God. Okay. You've got uh, one young man who is now 1,000 days in jail without a, tr without a trial. Oh, my gosh. This is, you, this is literally unconstitutional because you are not allowed to hold people indefinitely without a trial. You're yeah. literally so you're, not allowed to do it. literally a constitutional right to a swift and speedy trial. 1,000 days without a trial. January 6th prisoner shares his story of endurance, perseverance, and hope. On October 12th, Jake Lang passed a milestone. 
1,000 days in jail without a trial. To mark the anniversary, he wanted to share with the American people the horrific conditions of confinement, which he says he and many of his fellow January 6th prisoners have had to endure. During this time, I've done 20 months of solitary confinement, he told the Epoch Times. For 15 months of that, I wasn't allowed to have a haircut or a shave for 15 months. Is this Guantanamo Bay? This no, this was intentional to make January 6th prisoners look like homeless vagrants or deranged terrorists during video court appearances. Could you imagine? January 6th prisoners are frequently denied family visita visitation. They spend months with no sunlight. Lights in their cells remain on at night, depriving them of sleep. His account aligns with firsthand reports from other J6 prisoners detailed in the congressional report in, back in 2021. We're in 2023. Troublesome prisoners are subjected to diesel therapy where inmates are shackled together frequently with violent gang members for long bus or plane rides to another facility. The, drips, the trips can take hours, days, or weeks. Uh, fights are frequent, uh, personal belongings and discovery for their trials, family photos, exculpatory documents, and notes related to their cases are often lost. And family members actually just lose track of them. 28-year-old Mr. Lang uh, Edward Jacob Lang has been charged with several counts, including an obstruction charge for which he could receive a 20-year uh, sentence. Following his arrest on January 16, 2021, Mr. Lang has been shuttled from one prison to another. In New York, he was moved to three different facilities. Then he was taken to an airport in Newburgh, New York, put on a plane with about 200 convicted felons and transported to Oklahoma. He was moved to uh, Virginia. He said... Uh, Around 6 a.m., around 70 officers began banging on the cell doors, ordering them to get dressed. Some thought we were going to be taken outside to a firing squad. They thought we were going to kill us. A guard threw him against the wall and punched him in the ribs. They were all taken to the basement and placed in cells with no windows, no sinks, or toilets for at least eight hours. It was tossed. In, it was caused being tossed in the hole. The walls are wet. There's vermin and cockroaches, and there's a little slot in the door where they feed you through like a dog. Uh, Ten months later, he was brought back up to the pod, an independent section within the facility that holds a small number of prisoners. So here's the deal, guys. Y'all love Trump. Love him, love him, love him, love him, love him, love him. Donald Trump does not speak out about this stuff. Mm. He has left these guys, and I don't even want to hear it. He has left these guys to rot in jail. Rot. Literally rot in jail. He's not paying any of their legal bills. I voted for President Trump. He is my president. But I am telling you what, when he does something wrong, I do not blindly follow him. If I would call out my mother, my brother, my uncle, my cousin, my best friend for acting like this kind of garbage, I'm sorry. I have a whole long laundry list of things against Donald Trump. This is up there with the top. One is telling people that the vaccine is great and he saved a bunch of lives. Number two is the fact that he has not stood up. Every once in a while, at best, he will come out and say, January, oh, well, my show's <laughs> over, January 6th prisoners, whatever. So on that happy note, you guys can watch the rest of this on, on cometoresistancechicks.com. We have an after show. I'm gonna continue to expound on this. We'll see you next week right here from Brighty on TV. We love you, God loves you, God bless. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory, if it's actually the truth. Welcome back to Resistance Chicks. We're your hosts, it's Leah and Michelle. Leah is always so excited to be looking at the camera and smiling, even though I tell her that every single week to do it, and she just cannot seem to do it. 
James says, thanks for another great Brighteon show today, ladies. Hello to everyone. Yay, I'm so, I'm so great. Why do we come there, in James? here so, like, hot to trot and ready to go and rip-roaring? Because we just did an hour show of, like, breaking news, and you guys missed it because we can talk about all the uncensored things over there on Brighteon.tv. Love it over there. Six o'clock to seven. That's so, where you need to be. Breaking news. Bards FM's been having a little streaming issues I over there on uh, on What's Podbean. What's going on? The devil's attacking his... So all of the audio's kind of garbled when he streams lives. So yep. he's having to record his shows and upload them. You know what I told him? Go live on Rumble. I said, get your face in the Rumble space, Mr. Kesterson. Start streaming live with your face and get the live chat there. You know what I'm live saying? Live chat's where it's at for you, The live people. chat is where it is at all day long. You know what else is going on? Resistance chicks people are like kind of more like the people that are a little laid back. You guys are not. I, I Just admit it. You guys are not the chatty kind. You're, they're not the chatty when kind. When you were on YouTube. But you know what? You yeah, were super true. chatty. Yeah. And I understand. Maybe you don't want Facebookers to know what you're saying, but Rumble is a free speech place. So, so we're great. live on Rumble, guys. Head over there. Talk to one another. Make some friends. You know, I don't mind if you have the little conversations. Hi, so-and-so. How you doing? I don't care. Talk, Talk amongst to... yourselves. It's fine. We like it. Come and hang out. It's a Yes. And and listen, vote I'm wearing I'm gonna wear this shirt short like yes. every show until November. Although I to wore save it. babies. On Wednesday, and you did not, by the way. Well, just... maybe we'll just take turns then, won't we? Because so, the shirts have to be washed at some point. That You know, good point. But they stand out more when we were wearing them together, like the lady that stopped us the other day. Oh, no, and issue one, save the babies. In Ohio. Issue November one, 7th. in Ohio, would be a constitutional amendment to make abortion up to birth the law of the land and in the Constitution. It would also take away all parental rights to maybe step in and say my three-year-old should not transgender themselves. Exactly. You know a three-year-old cannot sign their own consent, and that's what no. this, this bill would do? No. Uh, so also, speaking of bards, I want to make a couple of announcements. November 1st yeah, yeah. is the launch, the official launch of BardsNation.com. Yes, BardsNation.com. So it's essentially a group, and, and Resistance Nation is okay, coming. Okay, guys, if you want to please hang out and say what you want to say and post your memes and talk to people amongst yourselves, listen, I know you're not going to get your aunt and uncle who you want to be red-pilled. This is not that place. But if you want to discuss things, if you want to be discuss things uncensored, you're going to go to where? It's going to be BardsNation.com is where it's going to launch from. Um, but I want to, I shouldn't do this. But we are part of the beta testing group. Yeah. Right? Um, we're, and we're really just trying it all out. But I want to show you guys. Um, it's a really amazing site. Hannah and Charlie have done an amazing job. This is top it notch. It's like legit its own social media place. So here's just a, kind of a sample of what it's going to look like. And there's going to be lots of chatting groups. More things than you can do. on. You I've can got put notifications I can click audio, on. You can put pictures up. It's crazy, and, and the Bards people already are really lively in the Telegram. I realize that my Resistance Chicks people are not as chatty, and You're they don't know chatty, each guys. other as much. Like, Here's the Bards my profile. Y'all know each other. There's my profile okay. there on Bards Nation. So, you guys, so we're going to do a whole launch November 1st, yeah. which is going to be a very long two days. This is, what, this, is, this is what the Lord has spoken to us. Okay. The Bards people and the Resistance Chicks people 
Same people. Are the same people. However, they do social media a little bit differently. Yes. So we're going to social so media together. I kind of feel like it's like a biker gang meets some of the uh, yuppie uh, neighborhood kids. And they're like, hi. I think. And then you sit down and you start having a campfire. And you're like, oh, we agree on everything. Okay. And it's, it's just a different way that you guys communicate. And they communicate. But when you guys all come together in person, you're like, you're my people. You're my people. Okay? So we're trying to find a place where everybody can go and be people we're together. We're not just finding a place. We're, they are creating a space. They've created it. They've already and done it. And so Resistance Nation is coming along. So get ready for that. Now, also super, like, so breaking news, there's nothing even out Wait, about it let yet. me tell you what I love about the Bards Nation thing. Yeah. When we have things like a revival. Yes. When we have things like uh, the chicken butchering class. This will be a place where everybody can know what's going on. Because right now, I can't reach you barge people unless I put it in the family room. And then it gets all kind of boggled down. Right. Right. So we're going to have be able to put posts and pin posts. And, and Scott will be able to make posts. And I, I love the idea of Scott making posts, uh, which is hilarious to me. Um, but we post all the time pictures and things like that where you can take and share. So it'll be fantastic. Now, all right. Ahead. So. This it's so top secret breaking news. It just got settled last night, and oh, the yeah. details are still being worked oh, out today yeah. as we oh, speak. Yeah, you're not ready for this. Y'all not ready for this. Dun 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 dun. Okay, so whether you live on the west coast, west coast, whether you live on the east ish coast, east ish coast, kind of midwesty easty, we're going coast to coast with the Holy Ghost. October thirty first. Coast to Midwest. Which, with the first Holy of all, I hate that they call Ohio Midwest. Okay, you know what's Midwest? Arkansas, Kansas, Missouri. They're in the middle. We are fourteen hours from the coast, honey child. Doesn't matter. It's coast to coast with the Holy Ghost. Listen to me here. October thirty first, Reformation Day. Three one, baby. Reformation Day. Thirty one. Pagans refer to it as uh, Halloween. Okay. We are going to be doing an event here in Ohio. Yeah. And Scott Kesterson is going to be doing an event in Portland, Oregon, is where they've decided. Yep. Portland, Oregon. So they're not technically on the coast either, by the way, in Oregon. Oregon's on the coast. It actually, it, it totally <laughs> is on the coast, actually. No, there's, there's ocean there that reaches Oregon. Matt, 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 our friend Matt's like, shoot, you're right. West it Coast is, time, Eastern no, time. No, the coast literally touches the state of Oregon. No, so. what we're saying, we're saying, we're, ta- we're saying West Coast time and Eastern time. We are in the Eastern time zone. All right, so. Eastern time zone, Western time zone. Let me zone. tell you about what we're doing, and then I'll tell you what Scott Kesterson's doing, but it's going to happen the same night. On issue one. We're going to be doing a dual event. We have yeah. to pray to cast the demons out of Ohio. Yes, ma'am. So these demons that are trying to mutilate children, we're yes. going to do an Ohio exorcism. And abort the children. I should just call it Ohio exorcism. Yes, I Lord. On a title yet? Yes, Lord. Ohio exorcism. Come and get exercised. Ah, exercise, exercise. No. Come on, everybody, do the exercise. That's not okay. No, even something better than that. So we're going to be praying against issue one, mm. and then we are going to be doing literal deliverance. Mm. So if you guys have been listening to Isaiah sixty-one, you've been tuning into Resistance Chicks, you've been hearing about how we've been oh, doing wait, wait, deliverance wait, wait, wait. with people. Pause, pause, pause. Barry says, Leah, Michelle, your people are a worldwide audience, so we won't be able to know people in the same way as Bard's Nation thing. Because that's only in the States. No. That's no, no. so wrong. Bards Nation is all over Bards the world. Bards is worldwide. It's, it's way worldwide. Bards has people from all over the world. And then we're And then you'll be joined. able to connect to Bards Nation people in the UK, Barry. Yeah. Yeah. That's are, awesome. But Scott has people asking him to do a Bards Fest in the UK. Yes. And they would be your friends. 
they're you would they're they're your people. Yes. So you need to meet your people. I love this comment here from Alan. Great, wonderful evening to you both from GT, Glad Tidings, and your new friends you haven't met yet. Woo-woo! Alan, I love you, and I cannot wait to meet you in person when that happens. Okay. Yes, so speaking Lord. of Glad Tidings, we're going to get to that in a second. So here at, at our event, mm-hmm. if you've been watching, like, I feel like I may have some inner healing, maybe some demonic influence. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm going a little cray-cray. I need some prayer for some stuff. I need the fire of God. I want to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Any of the above. If you live anywhere within driving distance, where are you going to be on Halloween? Dayton, Ohio, okay, at Pastor Neil Peterson's church at Harvest Revival Center. We're going to, information will be forthcoming. Check out the show and event tab on resistancechicks.com. Just mark it on your calendar. You're going to be mark it on your calendar. in Dayton, Ohio, if you are anywhere around us. Come yes. on now. You need some deliverance we to had make the drive up. Sherry, I don't know if Sherry's in the chat here tonight, and there's two Sherry's that are in the chat often, but I mean Sherry that drove from Michigan. If Sherry can drive from Michigan for a neighborhood revival, y'all can get in your car and come to this. Y'all need this. You know you don't want to spend Halloween alone. Nobody you does. You know you want to take back this day. And listen, yes, we want to take back. The, and hi, Ryan. Bards Nation loves you both. I love you too, man. Um, Ryan Howard just rocking it, man of God, from Bards Nation, by the way. Here's the deal. You guys have been sending us messages. I need deliverance. Lots of them. We've been getting a lot of messages. Can you please pray with me? Can your prayer team pray with me? I think I'm going crazy. I might have demons. I don't know. I just I'm depressed all Get the time. Your butts My in kids the seats, baby. So we we are doing our very best to answer all those messages, but it would be a lot easier for us to just lay hands on you. And we can do a lot of collective deliverance and prayer too. We are going to be doing this all night long. All night long. All Neil night said he'll be there long. all night long. And he is deliverance pastor like main in business. Commander. Uh, we're gonna try to get Pastor Devin East there. We're going to try. She doesn't know yet. She doesn't know yet. Uh, I think we're going to get Candace Keller to come and speak on issue one. We're going to try. Okay. Now. You're getting, see, you're getting these before we get other people. We haven't got them on board yet because we haven't had time. But if you're on the West Coast, you know who you're going to get? Oh, this is so disgusting, by the way. It's like a stinking competition. It's not even fair, by the way, because it was my idea. Okay. So I was telling Scott Kesterson about this because he was like, I'm conflicted. Maybe I'll drive out to you. I was like, first of all, no, no driving, no flying out to us. The West Coast needs y'all. You need to do the exact same thing that we're doing, but you're going to do it on the West Coast. It doesn't have to have to do with issue one. I think their primary prayer is going to be against sex trafficking and that kind of thing. Yeah. But we're both going to have a primary focus of prayer. Yeah. Then if you need deliverance, they have glad tidings people. CJ's going to be there. CJ. She's an SRA victim. Uh, former victim. Well, yeah. I guess the victim makes her a victim. Okay. I, I, this is like stacking the team, and it's getting a little bit heavy over there. No, the, it is not because in the West Coast guys, you've got Brian and Alicia. No, it is not. It literally is. We have the whole prayer team at Harvest Revival Center. That's by true. the way, okay, yeah. you just don't know their names, but okay. they do it no, like they, nobody business. No, they do, but they're getting the cantrails. They getting the. Cantrails. This is what happened. Let me tell you what happened. How this went down, and I told Mr. Kesterson because the cantrails are traveling. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get the Berkmeyer kids. I'm getting the Berkmeyer kids. And you know who else we're going to get? The Taylor kids. Boom. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what's happening. Because this, 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 this kids hang, laying hands on people. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's, been, it's pretty so powerful. So I've got, um, mm-hmm. that's how it's going. So I told him, I said, if the, if the Cantrells are on the East Coast, we get them. If they're on the West Coast, you can have them. Immediately. I didn't even get a chance to message Christine and Paul. And Scott is on. He's like, oh, they're coming. <laughs> I was like, that is not even fair. It's not this, but that's fine. Because I got my own kids. 
I'm bringing them. I'm bringing. I got two sets of kids I'm bringing. You just look out. They don't know yet. But they coming. <laughs> I'm telling them right now. This is where you're going to be. For okay? Halloween. Yes. Yes. Come on. So anyway. Well, maybe maybe we could get the Howard kids to come. And Ryan, where do they live again? I think they're like Illinois or Michigan. Okay. It's so close enough. Ryan, let's have a talk. Maybe we could get Angie and Ryan to come and pray too. Ryan? Wait, okay. What are you doing for Halloween? Pray about it. I know it's hard to get away. People got jobs. Well, you know. <laughs> okay, so anyway, we were very excited about this. I was working on a flyer for it before the show here today. We get Nikki to come up. And get Nikki. South Carolina, too far. Come on, get the whole team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that Stacy and John would be here if they could transport themselves, so I'm not putting any pressure on them, but if it can happen, that would be, mm. be awesome. All right, so anyway, if you guys can pray about it, we are going to be, this is going to be like a, they call it. Barry, you may not know this, but on Halloween, specifically here, at least in America, it is the wickedest day of the year. It's yes. when Satanists hold um, many of their rituals. And we, we deal a lot with uh, satanic ritual abuse victims. So um, at Glad Tidings for the Isaiah 61 uh, conference, one of their, their their first stories, if you didn't watch it, which I think, Barry, you should watch it. You think you'll find it very intriguing, was Anton LaVey, who was the um, author of the Satanic Bible here in America. He had daughters, and one of them was demon-possessed, and she um, went to Glad Tidings Church, where Pastor Dave and Cheryl were, and they just adopted her. They just felt like they, just felt like they needed to minister to her. And she came and lived with them. And every night on the witching hour, at 3, 3 a.m., she would wake up screaming with these demons, and they'd have to cast these demons out of her. Right. And th- she was holding back, and she wasn't telling them who exactly mm-hmm. she was. Yep. Well, they went, they, they went to a conference, and on the way, Pastor Dave had his whole family in the car. And he's driving it past an Indian reservation. And lo and behold, uh, this uh, Anton LaVey's daughter, who they didn't know was Anton LaVey's daughter at the time, uh, she's changed her name to Deborah Joy, was in the front seat. And the the doors all popped open. The seat buckles came unbuckled. And she reaches under the seat and pulls out a gun. And uh, Pastor Dave said he was flying. It was like through South Dakota or something at 100 miles an hour. And everybody almost died. So he slowly pulls over and he gets out of the car and he says, you need to tell me who you are now. What is going on? And these demons were activated by this Indian reservation that they went, they went past to because these, de- these, de- these demons are, were activated. And she had all these demons. So she proceeded to tell Pastor, and this is all historically documented. Anton LaVey is a real person. He did real sacrifices. And she proceeded to say that these demons had a hold on her because she was part of a blood covenant. She actually killed her little sister in a satanic ritual. And so, um, and she was told to do that through Anton LaVey and her dad. And, you know, she got all, finally got all these demons cast out of her. But when you listen to CJ is another woman who's part of the satanic ritual abuse. When you hear of the victims who've come out of satanic ritual abuse, Halloween is the night where they sacrifice not just uh, cats or dogs. You know, it's always black cats go missing. It's true. Kids get kidnapped and very evil things happen. So while the date itself, there's nothing wrong with the date. Okay. And all Hallows Eve is actually not, there's nothing wrong with that. What Satanists have done on Halloween, and you see in America, I don't know what you guys do there. All around my town are um, images, dark images, witches. Death. 
death, um, skeletons, hangings, blood, gore, uh, chainsaw massacres, um, and people decorate it and think it's funny um, to put it all this down. When you walk past it, you can feel the spirit of death. Yes. And people put out graveyards and 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 it's 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 the opposite of Christmas. Let's put it that way. So we want to bring life to it rather than and trick or treat is evil. Okay. So in America, I don't know if you guys have trick or treat, but trick or treat started by a bunch of hoodlums. Uh, who would knock on the door and say, give me something, this is before people kept candy, or I will destroy or do damage your house. Yep. So people started to keep candy to make to, so that the kids would stop damaging their house or their home. Okay? Very violent. So it's not a good thing to say trick or treat because that... Let me just is, say this. That's not nice. Every single time I walk into... A store where there is Halloween decorations, all you feel is disgusting, death, gross demons. Yeah. Every time I pass someone's house who has Halloween decorations, I feel disgusting, death, gross demons. You literally feel it coming from their houses. Mm -hmm. I will leave that up to anyone else and your own discretion, but I'm thinking to myself, you've got ghosts, witches, warlocks... Uh, everything that you can possibly imagine that death, equals death, 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 and somehow people are going to try to convince me that God is okay with this holiday. Guys, we have reached. It's Nevada where it happened. Alan's fact checking me. Okay, from thank Black you. Titans. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, we have reached a point where we are fighting pure evil. Yeah, and you cannot fight pure evil if you're siding with it. Yeah. Okay. So Michelle, is it okay for my kid to go trick or treating? You know what? I don't. Very, I don't very often give advice on this show. No, no. it is not. Well, trick or treat is is the stop basis, it. The basis you of don't it is need evil. to. Yeah. Your child does not need that. As a matter of fact, your child needs to not go out when all the demons are out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sit home, watch a movie, whatever you do. I don't care. Or come to our amazing rally, revival, exorcism. Night of Deliverance, October 31st, either in Portland, Oregon, or Dayton, and I, Ohio. I realize that Americans... Coast to coast with the Holy Ghost. Americans' Halloween is way different than probably the rest of the world. I don't care. Nobody needs to be celebrating this right mm. now. Not no. no. Stop dabbling with the devil. Don't dabble with witchcraft. Don't dance with the devil because you're going to go down. I just made that up. Okay, Leah. Yeah, Michelle. All right, I want to read this comment from Karen here. We don't want to invite demons in any way. All Hallows' Eve may be what you're referring to, and it is the day before All Saints' Day, but there is no good reason to celebrate Halloween. Mm. I would agree with that. I would agree with that statement. And Donna says her mother was an Illuminati witch. That's right. That's the Deborah Joy's mom? Or I think her, so, yes. Or Donna's mom. No, not her mom. I think that was read, um, read differently. But here in the United States... Halloween is not a day for anyone to be celebrating. Don't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Mm. Don't don't touch it with a mile-long pole. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. Mile-long pole. We've got to yeah. go at this on the offensive. Take them out. Take them down, man. Take them out. Take them down, Do man. your stuff. Do your thing. Leah? All right. So we want to go over the top news stories, and we promised you guys that we would. Jim Jordan is out. Jimmy. <sighs> now, this this is where we come in. Because, again... Again with the MAGA hope. If we could just get Jim Jordan to be speaker. And listen, I was back in the day like Jim Jordan for speaker over and over again. McCarthy went through 15 rounds. Jim Jordan, that boy went through three and said, I'm out. 
Well, what he did is he went to a secret quorum. Okay. And they voted against him. And I'll tell you what, these 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 quote unquote Republicans who they hate brutal. they hate us. They hate the normies like us. They are the Mitch McConnells, they are the um Lindsey Graham's. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody we, we had a weekend here where we we were at a Patriot event and we were talking to two elected officials, one county commissioner and one state legislator. And they're like, if only the Republicans could start working together and only if like the far right could like work with the moderates on things. And I'm like, let me explain something to you. There is no such thing as far right. Okay. We are all far left to George Washington. Every single one of us. None of us understand what it means to have the the laws of nature and nature's God. I try to read the Founders Bible and I read it and I read the works from the Founding Fathers. And every time I do, I say to myself, I am weak as a twig compared to these guys. Okay, I the, the foundation that they have, the rights that they believe in. When you stand on them and you know them, then you invoke them. And the problem is, we get trying to. Fix and I get you. I don't want people to remove themselves from politics. Okay, that's what the church has been doing for the past 100 years, and it's not working. Oh, exactly. politics is dirty, politics is muddy. We don't want to be involved. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, no, you're missing the point. We need to bring God into politics, not politics into God. Come on. Okay, we're not trying to bring politics into the church, we're trying to bring the church into politics. Do you understand the difference? I do. Do you understand what the separation of church means? The separation of church means, and I got a Holy Ghost download, and it's probably coming in because I got some glad tidies people watching. I want to make sure I bring some Holy Ghost to this news. Okay? Listen to me right now. What is the separation of church today? What did Thomas Jefferson mean when he said to the Danbury Baptist, Baptist Church, there should in be a, letter, a, a, by the way. a wall of separation between church and state? It meant that the government's not going to tell your church what to do. It's, and it, he did not mean that a church wouldn't tell the government what to do because there's a lot of churches. And if we need to start speaking to the government, do you understand what I am saying to you right now? That's what Glad Tidings Church is doing. They got a whole list of, we shall not comply. Okay? They're, they're doing land patents and all kind of cool stuff. Yeah, they are. And what we're doing is getting people to vote no on the most radical California Californication bill in America right now, which is our issue one and, and our issue two, which would put marijuana in a constitution. You know what? If y'all want to do and smoke dope and make yourself stupid, you know what? Smoke them until you got smoke them if you got them. But let me tell you something. Don't target the kids because marijuana fries your brain. And don't target the Constitution. Guys, this is something that most people don't understand the difference of. You need to know that when something comes forth on your ballot, what is it? These ballot initiatives, are we just trying to change your state revised code or are you trying to alter yeah. the Constitution? We are. We have a constitutional amendment. It's a, a citizen initiative um, on our ballot, and it was out-of-state money. Here's the thing. You know what they have? This issue one, they have unlimited money. They have more money. It, it literally they can do whatever money. they want. They've got ads they're running on television. They paid for out-of-state uh, ballot sig- signatory um, uh, people to go and collect signatures. We can't get a medical freedom thing on our, on our, which medical freedom should be in the constitution, by the way, that is something that should be in the constitution. That is a God given right. And we have a medical freedom bill that we are trying to collect signatures for, but we can't pay people to go and collect signatures. 
Okay, we don't so, have the we don't have the billions of dollars that the left has. We've got Hillary Clinton, Planned Parenthood, um, all just a lit a litany of people just putting millions of dollars into this issue to try to uh, California. I California don't care Ohio. where you stand on abortion or marijuana. I don't care. In Ohio specifically. The number one reason why bipartisanly everybody should vote against issues one and two. One is for or marijuana, recreational marijuana, turning us into Colorado, by the way, because we already have legalized Could you medical have, Matt, marijuana. You know what, with, when Colorado uh, made, made it recreational, their uh, emergency room is just flooded all the time now. Yeah, it's with, disgusting. With stupid people. But the point is that neither of these things should be amendments to the Constitution. No. Ohio's Constitution is the second weakest in the entire mm -hmm. nation. You know which one is the weakest? California. California. We can alter our Constitution with a 50 plus one vote. That's 50% yep. plus one person. Yep. That is the weakest. If we did that in the federal government, can you imagine how many amendments we would have to the Constitution? We would. How many times we, has the we Ohio would all be in jail? They would vote for us all to be in jail. They would vote for us to be in jail. That's why democracy sinks. Because exactly. the left, Hillary Clinton wants us all in re-education camps. And with a 50-plus vote, they could put it in the stinking Constitution that Republicans have to go to re-education camps. Your state's revised code is where things that kind of get changed to and fro often or whatever, that's where these types of things belong. And you belong. still can do that citizen-wise. You can still do that. This doesn't touch those those at all. We're talking about constitutional amendments. And right now, issue one and issue two would like to put in the Constitution, along with the fact that there are addresses to four casinos, casinos in our Constitution. They do not belong there. That never should have happened via a constitutional amendment. They want to put marijuana and abortion up to birth and revoking parental rights and making it so that children can sign their own consent form for gender reassignment and abortion, children of any age, enshrined in our constitution. I say no. I got a video here on this. Let's hear what she has to say here. Hang on, let me pull this up. I got a different screen up here real quick. Give me one second to make my little change here. Nope, not that. Boom, boom. That's not gonna get me where I want, is it? Oh, it did. Okay, good, praise God. Change my screen. I wasn't ready with all your tabs, so this is me last minute getting them ready. One second. The one we want. Now we don't need you. Now we got you here. Boom. Ready. Whether you're pro-life, pro-choice, or somewhere in between, I'm with you on this. This this ballot language does not protect us. This ballot language allows for painful late-term abortions when a baby can feel pain, and science tells us that's 15 weeks. It doesn't allow for parental notification or consent. So your daughter can go get an abortion with their rapist, it happened. Remember the soccer coach that I shared with you? 14-year-old was forced to get an abortion so that rapist could cover his crime. We absolutely have protections in our law today for women. The fact that the ACLU is peddling misinformation about contraception, which is available in Ohio, miscarriage care, which is available. And I can tell you, I gave birth last year to my son, and in between, I thought I was having a miscarriage. I went to Riverside Hospital, they gave me the proper care, and thank God my son was born. But to peddle misinformation, you don't have to hear it from me. Go ask your doctor. Do I have contraceptive care? Do I have miscarriage care? We have to start 
start telling the truth about this. We have to protect parental consent and children. We have to vote no because our moral compass and our families are at stake today. So I urge anybody to look at this amendment. This is not just about abortion. It's about much, much more. And if it was, they would have used the word woman. They would have defined viability. They did not today. And it eviscerates our health and safety standards. Today on the books, if you're going through some traumatic reason for going through an abortion, you have to be affiliated with an ambulatory facility. We would get rid of that. Just yesterday, the Ohio Department of Health director wrote a letter specifically stating this is misleading, this is false information. Doctors across Ohio have stated we have protections for health care. We have contraceptives. We have anything that a woman needs, including miscarriage treatment. So the other side is just peddling fear that is unnecessary. All right, so let me, let me, I'm gonna hit this hard, and guys, you guys are gonna hear us talk about this, even though it's our Friday night show a lot until November 7th. So just settle in and get used to We're it. We're trying to save babies. I said this to Pastor Neil Peterson on the phone last night. Mm-hmm. Was that just last night? Mm-hmm. Um, God spoke to me for the August vote. And he said that this was going to be a dividing line mm-hmm. of judgment and that mm-hmm. anybody that voted no back then, yeah, God was going to judge them. Mm-hmm. If you and, and that if you did vote no back then, you were going to have to come out incredibly hard yeah. and vote no this time. Yeah. No on this constitutional amendment to legalize pedophilia, abortion up to birth, mm-hmm. um, sex changes for kids to sign their own gender you know, reassignment and all of yeah. that. Um, no informed consent, really, because a child cannot consent, by the way. Right. So there we go, legalizing pedophilia. Uh, God is going to judge these people. And so you have something. to come out hard. Gender transitions for children is sex abuse. Yes, it is. <laughs> like the basis of sex abuse. If you are taking a knife to a child's body parts... That it's is the legalized worst kind pedophilia. Like, yeah, it is. It honestly, those doctors, um, there is they're a, abu- sexually abusing kids. I'm not gonna say irrevocably, but I will say that there is the hottest place in hell reserved for everyone that works in the wing of the Cincinnati Children's Hospital mm-hmm. that does gender reassignment. Yeah, I would say that. The hottest place in hell. Karen says, exactly right. We need to stop all the legislation that regulates so many things. We need to promote more neighborly behaviors and promote family instead of focusing on all these rules and moral choices becoming regulated by the government. It just brings more attention to unwanted behaviors. Patriot Gallery. I did a blog today and I put this in it a lot. Yes. Mom did a blog today. um, For part two, I put on there in words I didn't say it out loud, but this would basically make Ohio a Muslim country. Because you can get away with all this genital um, mutilation, killing children for sex. You can do, yeah, and you can um, use children underage in any way you want. So that would make, and I got to thinking, oh, isn't there one person we know who worked for John Brennan and didn't John Brennan allegedly convert to Muslimism? And isn't he got hurt in this country, Ohio, in the CIA interfering in Ohio's election? If they planted a certain person in Ohio who used to work for John Brennan. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And could it's going to make Ohio a Muslim country mm-hmm. if you allow this law. Look at your video that you did. I didn't say Toy said. Mom. But, um, look at this video that mom did. It has 1,500 views already on this. Just part two? Just the part two. So labor pains, black swan event, CBDC, CIA, religious government leaders. 
So Patriot Gallery's done two blogs there that uh, awesome. you guys need to check out. Reward families for making good choices. Columbus Children's Hospital too. Millstone time. It is In Muslim countries, time. they mutilate their daughters with blessing from their government and their religious beliefs. You, uh, guys, you guys are on it tonight. So Wesley says, where I live in Georgia, there have been bills brought to the state legislative floor to make it legal for casinos to be built in Georgia. He's got more to say on that. Um, and here we, we have that amended in our in our Constitution. Yeah, Wicked Sykes um, says that at least with no speaker, they aren't shoving 6,000-page bills uh, transferring taxpayer money to their friends and donors, making laws that turn law-abiding citizens into criminals. I say no, speaker, stop. Touching every, you know what? When you have all the buttons and you've got a toddler there, those buttons can do great things. But the toddler keeps hitting all the buttons, and you're just like, stop touching the buttons. Stop touching the buttons. They gotta stop touching the buttons. No more buttons for you. No more buttons. Okay. Wesley continues his statement, says, but thankfully, each time a bill to legalize building casinos in Georgia is brought to the legislative floor, the bills keep dying. Well, you know what? There, there are some unhappy people in Detroit. First, the United Auto Workers are on strike right now. And now you have 3,700 Detroit casino workers walk off the job. I had no idea Detroit had 3,700 casino workers. That's a lot. Workers. How many people are going to these casinos if you have 3,700 casino workers in Detroit? How many life? casinos do you have? Like, you know, there's a lot of things that I could see myself being tempted. you got to have like Gambling 500 casinos. Like, seriously. Uh, they're walking off the job. They're striking for higher wages due to a rising cost of living. And I'm telling you, I know the cost of it. For the first time, it is it is uh, cheaper to rent than than a mortgage payment. Oh wow! I mean, I have a chart that I was looking at. So mortgage payments are usually here and rents over here. Mm -hmm. And I should go like this. And the mortgage payments have risen to where rents rents are high too, and it's just gone past. Um, that it used to be, oh, everybody knows it's cheaper to own than, than rent. It's cheaper yeah. to own. And rent, we know how high rent is. The high, it is it's too expensive Ryan for people to I buy live homes. outside of Detroit. Oh, my word. Well, uh, Karen wants to know, are they Native American-owned casinos or are the casinos legal there? These are legal. I mean, you've got uh, affected casinos are the MGN Grand Detroit, Motor City Casino, Hollywood Casino, and Greektown. I, is, it, are they just like a, a basic um, uh, Las Vegas or something? To have 3,700 workers? From an array of positions spanning dealers to cleaning staff are being represented by the Detroit Casino Council. Wow. It's made up of five unions, including, including the United Auto Workers, the DCC. As a result of the strikes, Motor City Casino revised its outline presence to indicate the closure of high-stakes tables, poker rooms, and valet services. Probably not a bad idea. As well as its spa and select dining drinking establishments. Hollywood Casino at Greektown said it intends to continue oper operations, but told CNBC, we are disappointed by the decision of the Detroit Casino Council as we have made generous, progressive settlement offers that position our team members in business for a sustainable success. Uh, the Detroit Casino Council is arguing that a now-expired three-year deal workers agreed to during, the, during COVID 
ha- uh, doesn't have good enough wage increases, 3%, for the post-COVID inflationary environment. The DCC said in a press release that, uh, in contrast, industry gaming revenues have now surpassed pre-pandemic levels. Wow, new highs. People are spending, they're just wasting more money than ever. Uh, the People Detroit are casino. broke. And I think that's why they're going to casinos more. They're like, you know what, honey, just let it ride. Let's just see what happens. $2.2 billion adjusted the Detroit area. Uh, another record-breaking year. The three Detroit casinos collectively reported $813 million total in, more in total gaming revenues more? in 2022 than in 2019. $813 million more. But total wages they paid to the workers it. represented by the DCC were $34 million less. I'd see why they're upset. The DCC said that every day the strike continues, it puts about... $738,000 of city and state tax revenue at risk. So uh, it looks like it doesn't help when the United Auto Workers in Detroit are asking for a 40% raise, by the way. But that's over like 10 years, I think. I mean, that's a top line, and that's hard to ignore. Here's the thing. Anybody been to the grocery store lately? Your 3% little raise over the past three years, honey child ain't going to buy you some ham. Because I'm telling you, since COVID started, ham went from about $4.99 a pound to $10.99 a pound. And I don't know, but that ain't no 3%. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet the house on that. <laughs> okay, I'm betting on that one. I'm betting on that one. Okay, that, that's a sure bet. I ain't, you know, I ain't no mathematician. I ain't no Doug Frank, but... I can do a little bit of math. Ryan says, I can do some maths. Week. Ryan says, in a four-day work week. You know what? The four-day work, work week I, I, for the United Auto Workers, I think that's a little European too far. Um, I would go for the longer European vacation, the month-long yeah, you vacation. you know what I'm saying. That's like on the back end, like, listen, we'll do your five days a week, but I want a month vacation like they have in Europe. Yeah. They all take a, a month off and take their family and go to the beach and things aren't expensive because you can go on a on a holiday to Belgium and like walk across the street. Well, we can't fix that here. Because we, yeah, because there's not much in Indiana. You know what though? Our nation is supposed to be like each state's a little country. So we should have that kind of variety. Well, but what? But instead we have a Pier 1 and an Office Max and a Home Depot and like a McDonald's on every corner. I can go. I, well, I, 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 I We have driven through much of this country and these cities all look the same. I feel like I am not. I can be in Dallas, Texas. And it feels like I'm in Cincinnati because I'm driving through the same. It's depressing. And you know why it's depressing? Because all this stuff is made with no heart in China. That's what it is. Because when people make them, you know why I like craft shows? It can be a dinky pair of earrings, but if somebody made them by hand, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Somebody made it on a, on a, uh, a thing in China, on an on a assembly line in China. It's like, but if you worked hard at it, it's like, I will pay you for that. Yeah. I appreciate that. You know, that. I'm actually old enough to remember going down to Florida when Florida felt Florida-y. I remember, remember that. that? And uh, and now it you go not. down there, and it's like Florida just feels like everywhere else. So depressing. Uh, Karen says that's why I've been working so hard in my garden with my chickens. Barry says Leah and Michelle, I keep advocating for people to not buy food from the supermarkets, but from local farmers and local farms. It's better. That's for everyone. why we love you. Hundred uh, percent. Biffmo wants to know Leah, where can she get the T-shirt because she loves it. She says I've. Um, been handing out an issue one vote no yard signs and educating people Thank about this. You. We cannot pass this. Pray, pray, pray. Don't forget pray, to pray, 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 pray. check out our event that we're going to be doing at Pastor Neil Peterson's church October 
31st. We're going to pray about it. We're going to be doing deliverance. It's going to be awesome. But uh, as far as getting these shirts, you can send me an email and I can get you in contact with Candace Keller. Mm-hmm. She's the one that we bought ours from. What was it? 20 bucks? 10. $10. Wow. $10, Bob. Do $10, I have, Bob. Do I have my links up? Your links are all ready to go. Okay. Let's go to Josh Holly here. Speaking of money and craziness, Josh Holly was grilling a Biden Department of Energy official. And he acted like a deer in headlights when Josh Hawley says, I asked him about his pay-to-play speaking events. Well, that's nothing new, is it? Here he goes. Mr. Shaw, can I just follow up? I I didn't understand your answer to the ranking member or to the chairman. Did did you say, so you do attend dinners with... Pause. Josh Hawley has some hair. I don't know what he do. I don't know if he blow dries it. You know, Pastor Neil It has makes hair him like, like three and, uh, inches taller. Matt Gates has hair like that. How do they do? I don't know how they're doing it. It's it's like a. It's a wave. It's like he's in the wind at all times. He's got some hair. It just I these men with their hair. I just like my hair hits flat. How do they do? <laughs> okay. Industry leaders, were they pay to see you speak? Was that a yes or a no? I didn't I didn't hear. No. I I attend many many events, some of which I'm invited to speak at. Where and they don't pay. They don't pay. And many many don't pay, and some are like paid conferences and others. But one of the things. Wait, wait I'm sorry. Wait, wait. That that was a yes and a no. <laughs> so let's just go back. Do do you attend events where people pay to see you I speak? I have attended, where people pay to attend the event. Do you think that's a good idea? I think it's important for us to. Uh, to meet potential applicants, American innovators and entrepreneurs who want to scale up their technology. Applicants for loan programs? Applicants for uh, DOE funding. Wait, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, th- you think it's a good idea to go to events where people are trying to get federal money and they're paying to see you? They're not paying to see me. I thought you just said you spoke at events where people paid. Not to see me. I mean, I'm, I'm not that important. <laughs> <laughs> You're the <laughs> wow. You learn new things every day. You, you are. You, what, what's what's your title? You're the, the director, director of what? Of the loan programs office. You're the director of the loan programs for the federal government, Department of Energy. <laughs> People are who want to get loans from the government are paying to see you, and you think that that's fine. This is not a rhetorical question. I was was waiting for this. Well, when you put it like that. (laughs) That's what his brain was. Did you see his brain do it? Yeah, he was like, you you know what? I have had those moments. Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you. His brain literally tried to come up with a lie, but he's not not a quick liar. I'm not sure his brain was there. I think there was a piece in his ear that just said, just shut up for a second while we figure it out. Don't open your mouth. Wait, wait, what's your title again? I'm the director of the loan program. And people are attending this conference to figure out how they can get the loans, and they're paying. I can't with these people. Oh, my gosh. In July, Team Biden touted this official as the $400 billion man. But today he testified that he's so unimportant, it is fine for him to go to a pay-to-play dinners with industry insiders. 
In a further tweet, Holly referred to reporting on how the loans program office has four hundred billion at its disposal from legislation. Like including the so-called Inflation Reduction Act to subsidize green energy development. Biden's Department of Energy Inspector General Terry Donaldson warned during the hearing that the program is ripe for abuse. Now, let's scroll down. Let me get this straight. The director of a major government loan program is going to private events where industry insiders get to pay access, get access to get pay to get access to him to talk about loans. And that's fine. All right. Listen to You're going to events where people are paying to see you who want money from the government. You're the director of the loan program. You, do you, you think that that's okay? You don't, you don't see any conflict of interest with that? I think given the extraordinary amount of improvements that we've made in our office based on our work with the Inspector General and the Herb Allison Report, et cetera, there, there is, I, I do not make a decision on who, whose applications are accepted in the loan programs. But you don't think there's an appearance of a conflict of interest that people are paying to get access to you? I think that it, it would be a conflict of interest if people are paying to, uh, to get access to me, but I don't. Okay, isn't that what they're doing when they, you, you speak at events people paid to get into? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, if, if they're not paying, that's fine. But I thought you just said a second ago they're paying. We do a lot of public events, whether it's, you know, and we are very transparent as part of this administration. Every time I get a question, which I, you know, which is hard to answer, we, we up, update our blog posts and make sure that everyone knows what we're doing. But the goal of the Loan Programs Office is to get as many people as possible to think that they can actually commercialize their technology. Well, what I think they think is that they can get access to you by paying to go to these dinners. I mean, listen, it may not be an ethics violation. It should be, but maybe it's not. I I just suggest to you, I don't think it's a good look. I don't think it's a good idea to go to paid dinners where people are paying money to get access to you because in your own words, they want loans. They want loans, federal dollars, taxpayer money, they're paying money to go get access to you. I, I just, maybe that's really common. In fact, <laughs> knowing this government, it probably is really common. But if it is, it's a bad idea. You're oh, going to Holly wasn't done there. He also called on Donaldson to investigate illegal stock trading by department officials Mr. Shaw, can I just in light follow up? of reports uh, that hundreds of DOE officials hold stock related to the agency's work. Do you want me to play this one? You scroll down. Oh, keep going. There's several. I say no. That's the full exchange. We don't. No, no. I guess go up. I think there yeah, might be more to that one. one. Right here. I think there might be more. Let's see. I didn't understand your answer to the ranking member or to the chairman. Did Did you say so? You do attend dinners with industry leaders where they pay to see you speak. Was that a yes or a no? I didn't. I didn't hear. No, I, no, that I, I attend. Yeah, we played that. Yeah, we, play, we played that one. Uh, he says, I firmly, that's the full exchange. All right, okay. I am firmly of the view Oops, wait, that we need to change the laws here, yeah. Holly noted, wait. adding that senior executive branch officials should not be able to own individual stock, nor should members of Congress. We shouldn't be stock trading. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Every day you just recognize how crazy things are oh and there's really nothing. Oh my gosh. So Biden. Wait, is let gonna... me read a couple comments. Okay, here. go ahead. So Freckles99, I Freckles99 says, Hi, Resistance Chicks. I live in Cincinnati, Ohio, too, and I love you guys. I have a vote no issue one uh, sign in my yard along with two Trump 2024 signs. 
I love that, and I, and you should be coming to our event in uh, on October 31st that we just mentioned. Uh, stay tuned for more details. Uh, D Coons says, "Pay for play." Karen says, "If they pay for the event, they are likely getting every detail on how to fill out the stupid form." Come on, so I did with the right words on the application and is guaranteed to be granted. Boom. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Barry says in the it. UK, people actually get six to eight weeks paid holiday. Wait, you, do people work at all over in the UK? Six, eight, that's like two months. Are you serious? But you know they pay for it with their taxes. Do they, though? Because I think that that's just their, that's just know, the, the employer. The employer. Did uh, you, say, you didn't say paid holiday. Yeah. You get six to eight weeks paid holiday over there. Two months, man. Get out of town. All right, so Biden is going to beg Congress for 14 billion in With Israeli aid for big and 60 billion more for Ukraine as part of a 105 billion package. So earlier Friday, uh, Zero Head says, we noted that President Biden is planning to divert ammunition from Ukraine to Israel. <laughs> See, make new friends, but, but keep, keep the old one is silver and the other's gold. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, with Pentagon's Fox, Patrick Ryder insisting we can support both Ukraine and Israel in terms of their defensive needs. Ha ha, but I'm taking yo ammo. Uh, now, as announced in a Thursday night primetime address from the Oval Office, Biden's second, the administration is about to approach Congress with a $105 billion package request that will include $60 billion for Ukraine, uh, which the uh, mainstream media immediately notes is in line with an annual appropriation to continue U.S. aid. The administration is also seeking to send $14 billion in Israeli big. aid, big. which officials say reflects requests Biden received while traveling to the region on Wednesday, as well as $14 billion for border security, a provision meant to appease fractured House Republicans who are currently working out, out a new speaker. The full breakdown of Biden's request is as followed. $60 billion in funding to Ukraine, $14 billion to Israel, $10 billion to homeless in um, San Francisco. No, actually, to uh, humanitarian aid to Ukraine and around the world. So wait a minute. $60 billion in funding to Ukraine plus another $10 billion in humanitarian aid to Ukraine and around the world. That's right for money, money, money for you and you and you and you and me and me and me and me and take it from you and give it to me. Love okay. It. Uh, $14 billion for border funding to address drug trafficking and fentanyl. Oh, really? Remember when Trump wanted $4 billion to build the wall and y'all y'all are like, you know what? $14 billion. Money, 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 money. Okay, and then $7 billion into the Indo-Pacific and Taiwan. We don't know what they need it for. You know what? But it's fair is fair. You know, you got a bunch of grandkids, and you just gave grandkid over here. Um, you gave grandkid over here a toy. Now you give grandkid <clears throat> over here a toy. And let me explain something to you. These nations are not America's children. Or grandchildren. Or grandchildren. But Stop giving it away. This is why they do. Because they know that they are the ones with the worldwide printing press. They know to keep everybody. This is why they do this. Everybody wants to know why does America do aid everywhere? Shh. Money. What did I just say? This is a game. Shh. Let me show y'all something. Wait. <clears throat> wait. Tell me. This is a game. What did I just say? This yeah, is a shoot. guess this. Put it in the chat. What did I just say? Shh. Shh. Come on, Michelle. Work with me. This is charades. Come on. Shh. Quiet silver. 
Keep going. Ready? Hush money. Yay! Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> I did it! I won the prize! Yes! All the way! Every day! You want to be on my team! Oh, sure! Rest! Huh. It took you too long. It did not take me too long! The clock with the timer, you get like 60 seconds Who for put those! put it in the chat first? Are you keeping track of the D Live chats? People are over there in D Live chat. Okay. Oh my god. Let gosh. me explain the hush money. Hang on, wait, wait. Biff Mo says, Michelle, I can't find the prayer event at Neil Peterson's church on your website. I'm looking over it. Please help me. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. What I said was it was breaking news. We just decided on it last night. I said stay tuned on the show and event calendar on resistancechicks.com and it'll be up there. I'm working on the flyer right now. I'm gonna get but the just Facebook write event it up. down. Just Halloween write it down. 31st at 6:30 at Harvest Revival Center. And Michelle can put this in the chat. It'll be it's in Brookville, Indiana. We will be there, so just yes. show up and it'll AKA be awesome. Dayton in it, it'll be awesome. Brookville, Indiana. Liar oh pants my on fire. gosh, it's Ohio. It's Ohio. Ah, do not confuse these people. Do not go to Indiana. Please. There's a town called Brookville, in Ohio, yeah. where Pastor Neil Peterson's church. The broader city is Dayton. Yeah. We also have friends that we have done events with in Brookville, Indiana. Oh. It gets a little confusing. I know. All right, so no excuse, actually, Freckles. Freckles says, thanks. I'm a driving school instructor, and I have class in Marysville, Ohio, on the 31st, but please let me know when your next event is in Cincinnati, and I will be there. I'd love to meet you guys. Listen, what did I say? It's an all-night event. You Come need on. sleep? Come How much on. sleep do you need? Come on. You know what I'm saying? We are praying through this Halloween. Come on now. Everybody's going to put their butts <clears throat> in the I love what James says here. It's amazing how they are so quick to give away so much money that we don't even have. Here's the thing. They're not. It's hush money because here's the thing. People are struggling around the world. We are the printing press. In order to keep Bill Gates and his billions and all these billionaires, okay, they have to begin to hand it out to hush people. Hush them up. What is that? This, I posted this. Do you guys see this on Facebook this week? Oh, hush my money Patriot laundering. Gallery left this for us because there was a dollar bill that she found in the laundry. She hung it on a hanger in the kitchen with the note that says money laundering. And I, you know, I posted on Facebook. She's on to us, Leah. Patriot Gallery now knows what our side gig is. We're actually not taking care of animals during the day. We are laundering money. Okay, you know what? Uh, we'll get back to the money thing in a second. Let's go to uh, some Gaza uh, updates. Yeah, we need to the do The U.S. issues worldwide caution for all Americans overseas amid growing Gaza-related unrest. So, following on the heels of the U.S. Embassy in Beirut urging all American citizens out of Lebanon on Thursday, the U.S. State Department has issued a worldwide caution alert for all U.S. nationals traveling abroad related wow. to the war in Gaza. The new alert cites the potential for terrorist attacks, de demonstrations, or violent actions against U.S. citizens and interests and calls on Americans overseas to exercise increased caution. The earlier updated travel alert for Lebanon had described the unpredictable security situation related to rocket, missile, and artillery exchanges between Israel and Hezbollah and other armed militant factions. The U.S. government has further directed all Americans seeking to depart Israel, the West Bank, and Gaza as well uh, to immediately fill out a crisis intake form. At first, the Biden admin wanted you to pay uh, to get out. If you were from Florida, Ron DeSantis was going to get you out for free. Two Chicagoans have been rescued from Gaza, American Ooh, citizens. Wow. Yeah, there have been continuing protests and clashes with police by anti-Israeli 
Israel demonstrations in the neighborhood of the Beirut suburb, hang on, uh, where the U.S. Embassy is located in Lebanon South, exchanges of fire are growing between Hezbollah and the Israeli army, with uh, Friday reports of Hezbollah having launched multiple guided missiles. As we detailed before, major unrest and protests have popped up, and we played a bunch of these everywhere, all these embassies around the world. Uh, listen, these American embassies are under attack. If you are in a Middle Eastern nation and you are, I, I, if you're at an American embassy, I think they just got to shut down and get out. Like, this is, it's too dangerous right now. Uh, people are chanting death to Americans. They're the great Satan, and maybe they are, but um, <laughs> I am not, <laughs> you know, but our, certainly what we're doing overseas is not of God, so it would be of Satan, so yeah, but you're not of God either, so Satan can't cast out Satan, so good luck with that. Uh, meanwhile, y'all need Jesus. CNN has produced the following alarming headline on Friday. The U.S. is dangerously close to being pulled into the Middle East war. Oh, really? The U.S. Navy ship As intercepts if we're not missiles it through Iran. launched by the, the Houthi rebels in Yemen. Two American bases in Syria have come under fire. In Iraq, drones and rockets fired at U.S. forces. Gaza may be where the war is happening now, but across the Middle East, the warning lights of more trouble are coming to blink. Now, Iran has raised its pirate black flag of piracy, basically. Literally, they've raised a black flag. Yeah, that's Literally. not, no bueno. Uh, the U.S. has deployed two carrier groups to the eastern Mediterranean to deter Iran and its allies, Syria and Hezbollah, from opening new fronts against Israel. Doesn't to the black flag mean no quarter? No. Yes, it that's does. That's a pirate flag. This isn't a real pirate flag. But it's black. It's not a pirate flag. But it's, it's black. It, it, we read it on our show. It, when when it, Iran raised its flag, it's everybody to the caliphate. We're going to march on. I know, and I, on. and I think there's that no quarter bit in there. No quarter is a kind of a European phrase, not Listen necessarily here. a Muslim. Arab well, it Arab applies, phrase. doesn't it? 2,000 U.S. Marines are on, on hand, standby for deployment to the region. Yes, go ahead. Here we go. This young Egyptian woman confronts CNN's Clarissa Ward and speaks for so many of us, expressing her frustration and rage as this mainstream media outlet continued to peddle Israeli propaganda. Interesting. She seems like a nice person. That's sarcasm there, Leah. Yeah, you want to see some more nice people? Would you bring up uh, some tweets? I've got um, using the BLM method of making radical activism seem chic for children and brainwashing them at the same time. Militant Palestinian nationalism now playing out at American high schools. Video recorded at the Balboa. Rocky Balboa. You already no, have this tweet up, though. A high school in, yeah, just play it to okay. the left. There it is. Got it right here. So here it's cool now to be pro-Palestinian and from the river to the sea, they have no idea what you're talking about. The hottest garment on Amazon right now is the checkered scarf. Really? I'm sure it is. You know, with these headscarves, there was a reason why you wore them in the desert. 
it's not for a look. Louder. Wow. All right. Well, let's go to the next clip right to the right where we have students at Baroque College giggle and laugh as they give the middle finger to a screen showing the babies that Hamas terrorists took hostage. And they took a selfie with it. I'm sure they sent it to their hijabi boyfriends. All right. Biden says, I'm not suggesting that Hamas deliberately did it. They got to learn how to shoot straight. How about the hospital, sir? People all over the region um, are upset about the hospital and don't necessarily believe uh, you or the Israelis that they didn't have anything to do with it. Do you have a message to the people in the streets right now? Well, I can understand why in this circumstance they wouldn't believe. I can understand that. And, but uh, I would not notice I don't say things like that unless I have faith in the source from which I've gotten them. Our Defense Department says it's highly unlikely that it was Israelis, but if it had a different footprint and they've intercepted some. Anyway, yeah. and uh, so that's why, if you notice, I didn't say it first. I, didn't, I wanted to make sure that I knew. And look, and I'm not suggesting that Hamas deliberately did it either. It's that old thing, got to know how to shoot straight. So he's talking about the hospital that got shot, okay? Mm -hmm. And it was blamed on Israel. And it ended up being a parking lot. And it ended up being a parking lot, and it was a rocket that misfired by Hamas. And then, so Biden's response is, they need to learn how to shoot straight. Meaning they should have hit the hospital with the 500 Christians No, they should have gone into Israel. Okay. That's the whole point. Now, skip the next video in here. We've got the pro-Palestinian protesters taking over the U.S. Capitol. And you want to know why they're not arrested? Because during January 6th, it was a COVID mask-like kind of lockdown for COVID. And that's why people were arrested for trespassing. But because there's no COVID restrictions, these people aren't arrested for trespassing. It's the greatest insurrection known to mankind. And they're... All right, two Chicagoans, a senior Israeli official speaking to the Times of Israel, identifies the two hostages released by Hamas as Judith Rainin and her daughter Natalie, 18 years old. The pair who have American citizenship have been transferred to the International Red Cross ahead of their arrival in Israel. The two are residents of Evanstown, Illinois, outside of Chicago, and came to Israel this month to celebrate a relative's 85th birthday in the Jewish holiday season. Um, according to their rabbi, the Renan family have been celebrating Shimchat Torah in Nai Oz, a kibbutz. It just kibbutz is just, I guess, it's a neighborhood in Israel, about a mile from the Gaza border, and Hamas when the Hamas onslaught began. With Israeli infantry and tank forces, uh, states at the border having been given the green light to enter Gaza by the Netanyahu government. There's been a potential breakthrough related to American hostages held by Hamas. A Hamas spokesman spokesman has announced the release of two U.S. hostages. In response to Qatari efforts, 
Al-Qasim Brigades released two American citizens, a mother and her daughter, for humanitarian reasons. He added that the move aimed to prove to the American people and the world that the claims made by the Biden and his fascist administration are false and baseless. The announcement has not received immediate government confirmation from the U.S. side, but Israeli officials appear to be confirming. The Israeli military earlier in the day announced that it believes the majority of some 200 hostages in Gaza are still alive. This, as the defense minister also told troops massed at the border, that they will soon see the Gaza Strip from the inside. If the hostages, if the hostage release is confirmed, this could be a move by Hamas to buy more time before the large Israeli ground incursion, which is likely to result in high casualties on both sides. Meanwhile, Biden has said Friday that the first Gaza aid trucks are likely to cross into Gaza from Egypt in the next 24 to 48 hours. Washington is also learning, leaning on Israel to see if more hostages can be negotiated for prior to the ground assault. Just ahead of uh, Biden's Thursday night speech, wherein he made the case for the U.S. keeping up funding both for Ukraine and Israel as it launches its war in Gaza, Axos uh, issued a report detailing that Washington is preparing to divert ammunition meant for Kiev to the Israelis. We we spoke about that. Uh, And there is, I think, about $100 million of aid going to Palestine. uh, uh, Question how they're going to keep that out of Hamas's hands, and there's absolutely no answer for that whatsoever it's just going to go into hamas's hands that's what they do that you know there was a hundred million dollar water pipe that they dug up and made rockets out of okay you have Re- representative talib faces censure after supporting a pro-palestine protest at the capitol hill marjorie taylor green called for congress to censure rashida talib calling uh the michigan democrat a terrorist sympathizer Today, Tlaib followed Hezbollah's orders for a day of unprecedented anger. She organized the occupation of the Cannon Office building and with radical global infada group and anti-Israel activists. This is Tlaib as a terrorist sympathizer and does not belong in Congress. Ms. Green further announced that she planned to introduce a censure resolution against Ms. Tlaib, saying, After what she did today, I expect even Democrats will join in. She is an Israel-hating, American-hating woman who does not represent anything America stands for. Hamas accused Israel of an airstrike on a Gaza hospital. So, um, of course, she is (laughs) not pro-American. And it's just so strange when you compare this to January 6th. You know, isn't it something... One rule for me, one rule for thee. That's how things work. It is. When this one next? No. Cut it up. You might as well. No, I don't know what I'm doing there. Okay. I don't know why I have it up. I don't know either. This is why the left fights to control history and teach fake history. Once you learn what the Aztecs were doing, you may not support Cortez necessarily, though you might. But you do realize that the evil Spanish or white man was comparatively for the era more complicated. I've been doing tons of reading about Native American tribes, and there's so many stories like, and then they slowly roasted a six-year-old girl to death, or then they sliced the bottoms off his feet and made him walk over coals, that I'm like, uh, I don't know, maybe colonialism was an improvement. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. There is that. All right, let's move on to some uh, financial things going on here. Uh, We got, man, Israel is just going to keep on going, keep on going. We're just going to keep bringing you the latest. So, remember Sam Bankman-Fried, the guy who fleeced a bunch of people for a bunch of money with his fake uh, Bitcoin-type deal? And he had uh, that football player, Tom Brady, and his model wife, who are now divorced. Oh, world of tangle web we weave. 
You look like gazelle and you still get Tom Brady running away from you. And you know what? That's what I got to say. Eat the cake, baby. Because, well, you know what, though? She does have a ton of money. But She's money fine. cannot buy happiness. And you know what? M money can't buy your soul. Because you took money from this dude who fleeced a bunch of people. And then you know what he did? He took these people's money and he paid off Democrats. Are these Democrats giving the money back? Listen to this. One of Sam Brankman Freed's colleagues and former FTX engineering chief, Nasheed Singh, testified on Monday that the FTX head used money from his Almeida Research hedge funds to make political donations even after learning it owed $13 billion to customers of FTX. Oh, we owe $13 billion. Doesn't matter. Let's give money, their money, their money to the Democrats. Simply put, Sam Bankman-Fried was using customer funds to make political donations to Democrats. Singh said that when he found out about the shortfall, he confronted Sam in an hour-long conversation in September of 2022, according to Yahoo Finance. In that conversation, Sam told him that he was going to raise more cash and cut expenses. However, Singh then said that in the interim, he continued to receive transfers from Almeida and allowed Bankman Freed Associates to use the money to donate to U.S. Democratic candidates. According to the report, Singh called it a straw donor scheme. Look at here he is with uh, Maxine Waters and a bunch of crazy people. Singh said there was an enormous hole. Almeida sending me money to spend necessarily deepened that hole. Singh's testimony following his guilty plea for wire fraud and conspiracy to violate campaign finance laws in February provided the jury with a glimpse into the spending habits of Bankman Freed. Prosecutors presented a March 2023 spreadsheet dealing $1.1 billion in FTX endorsement deals. These deals encompassed naming rights to the Miami Heats Arena. Partnerships with figures like Tom Brady, Gazelle, the model, uh, and some basketball stars and a comedian. Singh thought the deals reeked of excess and flashiness at the time and told SBF, this is crazy. We need to cut as much as we can. Singh shed even more light on Bankman Freed's political activities when he revealed that he frequently permitted guarding against pandemics, a political action group led by Bankman Freed's brother Gabriel to use his name for donations originating from Almeida. Singh detailed a signal group chat where Bankman Freed, Gabriel Bankman Freed, or their political advisors often directed donations in his name. Singh concluded, I was a straw donor for campaign donations. They just used my name to do it. I knew that the money for these donations was coming from customer funds. And there you go. Refunds coming, right? Yeah, nope. Not seeing that one. And the Democrats, why do you think? I, this kid isn't smart enough to do this, by the Consider way. Consider the fact, though, that we have all of this funding for issue one coming from Democrats. I'm just saying. Could be related. I do want to play this clip. This is Judge Arthur uh, and Goron. Trump's got four cases against him. Threatens to imprison Trump for violating the gag order in the New York, New York yeah, fraud find, trial. Despite right this clip. order last night, I learned the offending post was never removed from a website. This is a blatant violation of the gag order. I made it clear that failure to comply. You do. Is it this one? Nope. No. Not that one. Not that one. Are we done with this one? Yep. Close it. There you go. There we go. Here we go. Is obviously running for president again. He has sort of made this a key part of his 2024 presidential campaign. Um, he seized on this civil fraud trial. There's, and he's sort of, there's James. This, the and this is Letitia James. And this is sort of an extension of the campaign trail for him. Mm -hmm. um, is obviously running. So Trump just using it 
No, 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 no. That's that's what Fox News is saying. Uh huh. Okay. What I'm uh, what I'm telling you is that a judge, because Trump tweeted something out, is threatening him with jail time. Well, we've covered that on Brighton. I know, but these people are here. I'm telling okay, people well, now, and I did not play watch that the clip, combo show. But I didn't play that clip. Exactly. He looks very stern. Uh, here's a video with Donald Trump's actual post. In my opinion, Judge in Goron gag order violates Trump's free speech. So here it is. Schumer's girlfriend, Allison R. Greenfield, is running this case against me. How disgraceful this case should be dismissed immediately. And that's it. And the judge said, um, gag order for that. And then here, why is Judge Endogren's principal law clerk, Allison Greenfield, palling around with Chuck Schumer? So this judge, the principal law clerk, is friends and hanging out with Chuck Schumer. The judge's law clerk is. It's very incestuous. All right, so the whole system crashed there. So let's see if we're still on Facebook. We may or may not be. Ah, I think we are. Wow. Praise the Lord. Okay. Well, if you stayed, you get a massive round of applause and cookies because the computer just went. Literally, it went, we have encountered a problem and you get the black screen of death and um, it just said goodbye. That. I will see you in a minute. Now, I right as I was getting ready to play Dinesh D'Souza, you know, he's got a movie coming out. We should oh, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually next week, the 23rd. It's called The Police State and we should all go see it. But um, there we are on Facebook. he's going to talk about it here in a second. Okay. Let's listen to uh, Dinesh here talk about judge. We were talking about, uh, there's two different judges here. <sighs> Hitting Trump hard. But let's listen to this, to, to Judge Tanya. Guys, I want to point out that we are less than one week from Police State, the movie, opening in theaters. And we've bought out several hundred theaters for Monday, October 23rd, and Wednesday, October 25th. So hopefully some of you have already gotten tickets, but if you haven't, well, don't be too much of a procrastinator. Now is the time to get them. Make plans and get them. And you don't want to get to the last minute. No, you can't get tickets and so on. It's This is a movie to see in the theater if you can. And it's really pretty simple. When you go to policestatefilm.net, Put in your zip code, it'll show you the theater is playing near you. Make plans, buy your tickets, and get ready to for a real experience. I think you'll come out of this movie a little different than you went in. Even if you think you know about the police state, even if you listen to the podcast, bringing the police state home to you in the movie is what we do really well. And um, it's going to be a transforming experience. Now, if you can't see it in the theater, as I've mentioned before, the virtual premiere, Friday, October 27th. So mark your calendar. It's next Friday, a week from this coming Friday, and you can watch at home. It's going to be Forgiato Blow is going to uh, sing his uh, his theme song, Police State Survivor. We'll play the full movie, live Q&A with Dan Bongino. So it's a really great program and all for the price of a movie ticket. PoliceStateFilm.net is where you go now. Talking about the relevance of this movie, a, uh, an important order comes down from the judge. This is Tanya Chutkin in D.C., the left-wing judge who hates Trump. Uh, in fact, had said before this case, uh, there's uh, the man who led this whole insurrection is roaming free. 
making it very clear that she would love to incarcerate him. And now she has the opportunity, in a sense, to do just that. The case has fallen into her hands. So this is Trump's very bad luck. But uh, what we're dealing with now is a gag order. Now, the precise wording of it has not been promulgated yet, but it looks like what Judge Chutkin is going to say to Trump is, yeah, you can say that you're being unfairly treated. You can speak generically in that way, but you cannot speak uh, in, in specificity about any of the actions of the prosecutor. That is, that's Jack Smith, the special counsel, any of the members of his team or his attorneys. You cannot speak negatively about the judge, Tanya Chutkin, uh, or Why other court officials. Like so this is an robe. attempt to shut Trump down, Her to in fact do put yeah. the zipper on him and prevent Trump from doing what he does best, which is essentially railing against and inveighing against and probably specifically denouncing a lot of particular things that are being done to him and will continue to be done to him. So they're like, let's get ahead of this. Let's put out the gag order. And Judge Chutkin says, listen, if you violate this gag order, I will have sanctions. So she doesn't say what the sanctions are, but she has a lot of power to impose those kinds of sanctions. Now, so what does this mean? It means that Judge Chutkin gets to denounce Trump. And by the way, she has media in the courtroom. In fact, she often plays to the media, feeding them one-liners. The media is like chuckling. It's like wink-wink between the media and Judge Chutkin. Meanwhile, they treat the Trump people as if they're sort of pariahs. It's like, we know what you guys are up to. So this is a a bit of a show trial that's shaping up in Washington, D.C. We're not seeing that, by the way, in Florida, a completely different situation with Judge Eileen Cannon in the Florida case. Uh, of course, the Georgia case uh, hasn't really gotten underway. But, um, but Trump is going to be, at least to some degree, gagged. And what I want to say in response to all that is, guess what? Trump may be gagged, but I'm not. I am ungagged. <laughs> And our film is ungagged. It holds nothing back. It's no holds barred. It is a an expose of the police state at a level. I mean, I'm talking these days to people. I talked to Eric Metaxas today for his show, uh, Liz Wheeler um, yesterday. And Liz was saying, she's saying, your film like frightened me. And she said it frightened me because it is it's not over the top. Nowhere do you raise your voice or shouting. You're very measured, almost cautious, almost understated. And for that reason, the power of the film comes through completely. So if you want to see what the ungagged message looks like, uh, Police State is the place to go. And, um, and I'm hoping that Trump sees the film. I don't believe he has yet. I think when he does, he will be fired up about it because it puts out the message, not just about him. Sure but all the police state thuggery that is happening all around the country. All right, so Lee and I just um, realized a little something, something that we both have some animals to take care of. So um, I hate to end the show short, but um, Leah, let's talk very, very, very quickly about Jim Jordan. We didn't we already? Did we? Okay, well, we did not. We actually. did on the first half of our show. All right, so Jim, Jimmy boy. Jordan's out as Speaker. The House GOP members have voted by secret ballot to remove Jim Jordan as candidate for Speaker. Uh, according to Politico's uh, Rachel Bay, Jordan lost by a vote of 88 to 112, meaning more than three times as many Republicans who voted no in the public vote voted no in private. Uh, 
The most popular Republican in Congress was just knifed in an anonymous vote in a secret closed-door meeting in the basement of the Capitol. This is the swamp at work. Jim Jordan lost his third ballot for Speaker after 25 Republicans came out against him. Jordan um, had uh, the third ballot... Had Jim Jordan at 194, and but Jeffries at 210, and they had some Donalds, Emmers, Scalise, Garcia, McCarthy, and some other people. Republicans will now hold a closed meeting. They discussed whether uh, so uh, whether Jordan has dropped out. Okay, just understand that Jordan has 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 jumped has dropped out, and this is absolutely crazy. This is the swamp. Do we know why he dropped out? An advisor linked to Pence and, and, and Brian Kemp in, from Georgia were working to undermine Republican Speaker nominee. A political operative who runs former Vice President Mike Pence's super PAC and managed Georgia Governor Brian Kemp's campaign is undermining Republican nominee for Speaker Jim Jordan. Bobby Sparrow called Pence's sledgehammer by Politico and a senior advisor to Representative Drew Ferguson by Axos told Axos Jim Jordan's suit coat has a better shot of being worn for three hours than Jim does of getting Drew's vote for Speaker. Mods don't appear to be budging moderates on support for Jordan. Ferguson is supporting Representative Steve Calise, but that's not going to happen because he dropped out. So who are you going to pick next? Nobody's going to come together on this. What they want is they want the Democrats. Actually, this is a Democrat. What they want to do is give power to there's a there's a temp, there's a temporary place for speaker right now, but he doesn't have power. They want to give him power till January till they come back and they really elect a speaker. And then that guy will have full speaker privileges and he is favored by the Democrats. The Democrat, here's the thing, let me understand, you need to understand how the swamp works. It's not Democrats and Republicans, it's swamp versus the people. And these people at Washington, they absolutely hate you. Yes. Uh, Ferguson, this guy Ferguson is supporting Steve Scalise for speaker. Scalise won the first ballot for the GOP speaker nomination, but failed to receive a majority of support from the conference's voting members and withdrew before even seeking a vote on the House floor. He, they need 217 votes, whoever wins. Scalise is publicly expressing support for Jordan. However, Scalise has been accused of working behind the scenes to undermine Jordan's path to the speakership, reportedly even refusing to give a nomination speech for Jordan, despite Jordan agreeing to nominate Scalise on the House floor. Jordan has publicly denied being behind any organized campaign to pr pressure his colleagues from the outside and has repeatedly denounced any threats of violence against lawmakers. Jordan has offered to meet privately with all of his detractors. However, it has been reported many have refused to meet with him. And so this, the, he had a secret vote and uh, the, he's just dropped out. So I don't know where this goes, uh, but I'm telling you guys, it goes to prayer. The only way 100%. we're going to clean this nation inside out, these guys in Washington, you recognize they're not going to do it. It's going to be state by state, county by county, city by city. And the first thing you're going to do in Ohio, November 7th, is you're going to vote no and protect those babies. Or actually, you're going to join us coming up October 31st at Pastor Neil Peterson's church, Harvest Revival Center. So mark it on your calendars. We haven't, it's brand new. We haven't even launched it yet. I think we're going to launch it late, late, late tonight. Um, and you can check out our show and event calendar on our resistancechicks.com. So guys, I want to do a huge shout out um, real quick before, and then I've got to go. Lee and I did a constitution for kids class. Oh. No, no, no. It was actually teenagers. They were like high schoolers. And in this constitutional money class that we taught and these uh, young people were so absolutely phenomenal. Today, we got a thank you card in the mail. And I want to show it to you. They, they have like the tiniest handwriting. What is with like teenagers today? They have um, the tiniest like handwriting ever. 
Lee and Michelle, thank you for visiting um, this school that we went to and talking about constitutional money. We appreciate it. And then the teacher signs it. Then it says, thanks for opening our eyes. I guess I shouldn't read their first names. Not that it really matters. Thank you for speaking from another girl. I enjoyed learning about constitutional money. Thank you for coming from another girl. You made it so much fun. We'll listen to your podcast from another girl. Thank you for coming um, from another girl. Thank you for letting us get a look at your silver and gold from another young man. Thank you for talking about the financial part of the Constitution um, from somebody that has the same name as Leah. Thank you for coming. Your information was eye-opening from another young lady. Thank you for trusting us with your knowledge. I am looking into investment. I love that from another young lady. Thank you for coming. I love gold too, says a young man. Thank you for your knowledge on investment from another young man. Thank you for taking the time to share with us um, from another young man. And it's really cool that you... um, Know all this info. Thank you for teaching us. And thanks a lot. Guys, I, that made my whole day. Like, it just made my whole day. Here's the deal. If you guys are still in your 401ks, or you have savings, or um, you have investments in stocks and bonds, I don't know what to tell you. Because a trillion times zero is still zero. So it doesn't, if, if your money turns into nothing, it just turns into nothing. So I want you guys to visit ITM trading. They have a whole strategy there. Call them. You can call them like multiple times for free and just be like, Hey, I've got this money and I need to do, I want to buy gold and silver. Maybe I want to get some land. Maybe I want to invest in a koi pond, you know, not a koi pond, but like a, the pond that does the fish. Okay. So do koi ponds. Don't make fun. The kind that you eat right? Like Lynette Zhang does. Whatever it is that you feel like you want to do, but you also want to get some gold and silver, call them and they will walk you through it. Everybody that we have sent there has come back and gone, wow, Michelle, Leah, they are everything that you you say they are and and they are. So go to learn.itmtrading.com forward slash chicks or just give them a call. 1-866-950-7776. That is the resistance chicks number. 1-866-950-7776. And they will take care of you. Yesterday was the day to do this, but you still have time to get in on it. Um, Patriot Gallery wants me to play the ad for the Founder's Bible that she did. Mom, if I wasn't in a hurry, I would play it today. But Lee and I are both running behind on some dogs. But I want you guys to tilapia and koi. Thank you, Mom. I want you guys to go and check it out. She's uploaded it to BitChute and Rumble and um, Brighteon. It's this Founders Bible ad that's the coolest thing ever because I made a flyer for an event where we were selling Founders Bibles. And she put like the video of Brad Cummings himself talking and Mike Adams on his interview this week. And it was super awesome. So I have had um, a, a, quite a few of you actually, viewers who live locally. If you want a Founders Bible and you want to get it at the 20% discount and just have it in person, let me know. I will leave it on my front porch. Just send me an email and you can drop off cash. That's how we've been doing this. Um, So we have a hundred left. Well, 99 now because we had somebody that picked one up today. So just let me know if you live locally and you want to get a Founders Bible, you want to get them for Christmas for people, whatever. Oh, oh, oh. And speaking of something else locally, tomorrow, first of all, tomorrow, If you live locally and you would like to come and learn how to butcher a chicken, shoot me an email tonight or go to resistancechicks.com forward slash chicken workshop, resistancechicks.com forward slash chicken workshop and fill out the page. You can register as late as like noon tomorrow. Um, 
but I have to be able to give you our address. So we start at two and we're going to be butchering a bunch of chickens. It's $25 a person or $35 per family. And you will go home with a whole butchered pasture raised chicken. Okay. It's super awesome. And we're going to have a phenomenal time. We're going to have a lot of fun. We have never, ever, not one time opened up our home to viewers coming over like ever for an event. And you guys have been begging us for that. Now is your opportunity if you live close enough. So let me know. You can still sign up for that. You would be amazed at how many people live locally. So this is, I'm not just speaking to the wind here. Then next week, I want you guys to go to the show and event calendar on resistancechicks.com because we are going to be speaking at Empower You. We're really excited about this because we're going to be talking about farming. Uh, let me pull up the show and event calendar. Now, this is where you will go and find the event that's coming up on the 31st, which you guys can plan to drive to that one. Um, so here's the calendar. All right. Um, but these are the upcoming events. And I'm going through them very, very quickly. All the information that you need to learn about the Empower You event that we're doing is going to be right here. Below this is where you will find the Revival Issue 1 Deliverance um, Ohio Exorcism Conference. But if you want to attend, it'll be Tuesday, October 24th from 7 to 8.30 at the Empower You Studio at Frame USA in Cincinnati, Ohio. So that information is right there. We want to see you guys there. We want you to come and join us. It's going to be an amazing night. So I will keep talking about that as the days go on. But if you live locally enough to come down to that, we want to see you there. And certainly if you live in Dayton, uh, I see Shauna, you're watching right now. Yes, I can spy when people that are my friends join the broadcast. Don't worry, I can't see when you actually leave, so no offense. Um, but Shauna, you and uh, Condi should come to the October 31st event that we're going to have at Pastor Neil Peterson's church. Want to see you guys there. So remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory. If it's actually the truth, we love you. God loves you. God bless. And we'll see you next time right here on resistancechicks.com. We did not have a Sunday World News program this past week because we were doing an amazing event at the We the People Southwest Ohio Freedom Festival. But we will be back here this coming Sunday for your world news. And of course, we're going to be talking about Israel and Hamas and all of that that's going on. But there's a lot of other broad uh, world news that's happening that we're going to bring you guys. So stay tuned to that 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every week. Then don't forget every Monday to join the Kingdom Roundtable that streams live on our Rumble channel and the Kingdom Roundtable channel. And then again, of course, the hottest show on resistancechicks.com is Revelation Red Pill Wednesday. If you're not tuning into that, I don't know what you're doing. So you need to be uh, joining us every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it is, uh, honestly, it's my favorite show of the week. I love this one and I love our world news program, but when Wednesdays is where it's at. So make sure that you put that on your weekly calendar. Um, and don't forget, we are also on Podbean. If you like to, and on all of the podcasts, except for Apple, if you guys like to listen to it, I think we're a better video show, but if you just like to listen, uh, those are downloadable and you can take them with you. So, all right, we'll see you guys next time. We love you. I think I said that God loves you. God bless. And have a wonderful, blessed weekend. And pray for us. We've got 90 birds to butcher tomorrow. And a whole bunch of people coming over. But I think most of them are going to be pretty awesome. So, all right. God bless. I was called all alone. No place every day. So afraid. But you called my name. Turned my eyes.